Welcome to the Deadlock Podcast. I'm James, one of the co-founders of Deadlock, and joining me as usual are the other two co-founders, Tony and Marcus. NXT has gone live on the USA Network. We had the fiends taking over Monday nights. We're discussing our top 10 theme songs from the Attitude Era, and we even get a chance to talk about some stuff like Big Show's dead dad getting dragged around by the big boss man and Big Show wearing a full leather outfit. It's a lot going on in this episode, all right? So we're not going to waste any time. Let's go ahead and jump into this and talk some wrestling. The boys are back in town. Like I said, no clue how that became the intro, but it's the official intro of the best pro wrestling podcast on the internet. We are back once again with Deadlock. I am James, of course, and the two beautiful co-hosts here, Tony Pizza Guy and Marcus Stevenson. Welcome back, fellas. Woo! Yeah, we're back. I don't even know what episode are we on six because that episode with Clash of Champions kind of messed me up with number wise. We're on five. some episode five. five episode five. number five. I guess we'll get to number six here soon. Huh? Six if you count the cutting room floor. Ooh yeah. So speaking of that, actually, um, I think I'm gonna upload the first hidden gym video to Patreon here Ooh. this week. So Uh-oh. if you're not a patron already, uh, you can become one for one dollar. It's literally almost nothing. And uh, you'll be able to see that. So that's pretty cool. We had a couple of things happen this week. I mean, of course, in the wrestling world, we had a couple of things happen. As NXT went on USA Network, even though they did the one-hour split thing, which was a little weird. But, you know, we'll get to that and talk about all that kind of stuff once we get to that point. Uh, we had Mike Kanellis being a cuck. That's just, in general, what happens every week on Raw for some reason. We had Kane come back. There's a couple of things that happened this week. Um, Kane came back twice. He did, as two or three different characters. And that's why <laughs> Kane is better than The Undertaker. Woo! We started off hot. So, we had a couple of things happen in wrestling, but Deadlock had a couple of things happen. So, we're very close to 1,000 subs, actually, on YouTube. We are hey. at, like, 960, I think, fellas. So, that's, that's pretty Woo, good. All right. Uh, all the videos that we put up there have been doing pretty well. If you guys haven't checked it out, you can head over to YouTube.com forward slash DeadlockPW. Uh, you'll find podcast highlights, and of course, we're going to have some original content up there very soon, so be sure to uh, stay tuned for that and check that out on YouTube if that's something you're interested in. Uh, I ended up uh, making podcast playlists, so if you want to listen to just like episode like each, two, like all the clips. clips. Okay. Yeah, yeah put them in playlists. So if you want episode two playlists, episode three, and so on and so forth. So there Yeah, you that's go. cute. Do that. Keep it easy for you to consume this that's content. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. So we also got uh, over 50 five-star ratings on Apple, which was pretty cool. Um, 50? Yeah, 50. It's funny because I remember just like last week, I was like, man, we could really use some five-star ratings on Apple, and then we had 50 of them, so that's pretty cool. We had a couple of reviews that went along with it. Um, RyeBailey63 said, amazing podcast. I love this podcast. It's just three dudes talking about wrestling and being hilarious. Keep up the good work. Uh, we had a summary of every uh, of every podcast. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm I respect his honesty. <laughs> what are you imagining? I was imagining a world with Ryback and Bailey on a team. Ry Bailey, <laughs> I could I could deal with that. Except for Ryback, she's eating food now, so I don't think they could do that anymore. Keyboard warrior. <laughs> it make ba- it would make Bailey more interesting. Yeah, probably. <laughs> if Bailey started bullying people like Ryback, you see, oh yes. my god, in in. <laughs> That's a character slaps. we need. Okay. Continue. We had uh, Whoop771 
He said, I reinstalled the Apple Podcast app to five-star this podcast. This is one of my favorite That's... podcasts already to listen to on Spotify normally, but I got to help out. Ooh. Thanks for the help, brother. Yeah, that was very nice of him. King D Nation said, the best podcast. No BS here. <laughs> if you love wrestling and love it. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it when, I love it when reviews have to validate themselves and say, <laughs> no BS, I swear. I swear, I, I guys. I promise you, we are not bullshitting. That's like NXT at that commercial. That yeah, commercial's yeah, hilarious. Right. Oh, man, Ron Smackdown's <laughs> full of BS, but there ain't none of that here, baby. <laughs> and then they end the first episode on BS. Like, yeah. the, <laughs> the first episode doesn't have a clean finish. <laughs> Wait, that was that was the second hour. So the first hour had yeah, that doesn't okay. count. Doesn't count. Yeah, what yeah, that's not the whole show, baby. So sorry. <laughs> Once again, Triple H no for being lied to. <laughs> uh, we actually oh. also hit 14 patrons on Patreon, which we were just talking Woo! about. Uh, the first hidden gem video will go up here soon. Uh, give a quick shout out to everyone: uh, Gigi, Cherry Chase, Just Omega Man, Nick Jai, X Jag, Dada Too Toxic. X3, Dylan Adams, Big V827, Christian Valencia, Justin Alexander, Tubby Emu, Tyrell Logan, and Brooks Nose. Thank you, fellas. Dada too toxic. I like that name. By the way, we're at 15 now. I don't know if you saw the new one we got last night. We're at 15? Yeah, we got one last night. Yep. 15, 15 patrons now. Isn't that a The number fantastic? increases. A nice Incredible. round number. Uh, Brooks Nose. Oh, yeah, so I just said. I, I I guess I didn't even see the updated number. Okay. Did you um, say Brooks knows? Okay. Yeah, but I guess I didn't see. I saw 14. I guess 15 is the true number. You can head over to patreon.com forward slash deadlockpw. There's cool stuff. I think you'll like it. Uh, we had a bunch of people do the $10 tier, so we have a bunch of gimmicks and backstories and finishers to give out. Um, and half of them have to do with dicks. So let's talk about them, baby. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can we also can we give a shout out to hitting over 1,000 on Twitter? Nope. Right. <laughs> well, not in the agenda. Well, right? thank Let's you guys it up. for, uh, you know, doing the Twitter stuff. More shit posts will be coming your way soon. followers on Twitter. More right? incredible the Connor important. photos will be coming your way. Yeah, if you, I'm the connect. I got you guys. I got what you need. More Jim Ross cowboy hat emojis. That thumbnail is like legendary status. If there's like a Hall of Fame for thumbnails, I think that goes in it. <laughs> Jim Ross with the cowboy hat emoji. That's, That's like YouTube 2012 or I don't know. Yeah, that should have hit algorithm. I don't know how it didn't. I mean, it's on brand and everything. Whatever. Because you're because you're not verified anymore. <laughs> no, they changed it. Did you see it? They switched it over, man. We're good. Everything's good. Cowards, right? Cowards. Hell yeah, dude. If you're gonna take it away from me, at least take it away from me, you fucking bitch. <laughs> don't, don't come Whoa. back. At, don't come back at the last second and say, "Oh, you're just kidding about that." Ah, uh -uh. no, you already told me. I already got uh, mentally prepared for this. So you go ahead and take it from me. <laughs> Oops, I didn't know that people would be upset. My bad. Man, fuck yeah. that community feedback. I'm staying strong. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I wanted them to do. And look, if you're gonna at least do something, at least follow through. WWE's good at that. They'll fucking take something they away. Gotta, and go, yeah, she's got to pull a Vince McMahon and be like, "This is the way it is." You don't know what you want. That's you exactly what Vince Mark. does. So I just, ex I think I just expect it. When someone tells me something's happening and like it sucks, I just assume well, it was happening anyways. I mean, it, it, they <laughs> do it with the Saudi show, so why not everything else? <laughs> so uh, we had a couple of uh, patrons here. We're gonna go down the list. I'm gonna start with uh, Gigi, who was actually a moderator on my Discord. Shouts out. Ooh, so I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys these gimmicks, these finishers, these backstories. I want you guys to tell me what you think out of ten. All give me a rating out of ten, and. and we can talk about them. 
I think you'll like all of them. All right, so this was for Gigi. His gimmick is the king of catch, Julian Sakura. His finisher mm. is called the Cerberus Lock, which is a Fujiwara armbar. And his backstory, a former anime journalist turned catch shoot fighter, Julian Sakura brings a bit of kawaii into his ass kicking. After being let go from a famous anime website, crunchysandwich.com, <laughs> Julian joined a BJJ club to make sure that no anime avatar geek ass loser on Twitter can ever catch him slipping again. Nicknamed the Kawaii Ass Kicker by his fans, if he catches you in his Cerberus Lock armbar, you have no option but to tap out. Is that not the best thing you heard? <laughs> it's perfect. Be honest. It's perfect. It is perfect. I'm giving it a 10. It's got a 10 right away. Good. That's right not even the one with a dick in it yet. This is great. We're starting off hot. <laughs> I like the anime enthusiast. Yeah, I like that too. That was that was the best part about it. It's, it's like I didn't expect. I that. like to imagine crunches, that once you stop talking, once you stop being an anime journalist, you turn into a cat shoot fighter. That's just the only. We basically described option. every single one of your fans, James. So like, perfect. <laughs> perfect there. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he'll very much enjoy that one. So yes. I like crunchy crunchysandwich.com. Oh well, yeah, I mean I can't, you know, we got yeah, we ain't sponsoring nothing, so we gotta keep it. You know, Use code deadlock <laughs> at crunchysandwich.org. We, we gotta keep it, yeah, keep it on the lower. Uh, we, <laughs> we, uh, we gotta create all these guys and do a two K twenty uh Oh, could you universe. imagine like a rumble or a rumble or something? Yeah, yeah we yeah. can do fire pro. That probably imagine two K. Yeah, we could yeah, do fire let's pro. Let's not do that one, but we'll do fire pro. <laughs> So okay. we had uh, <laughs> uh, Cherry Chase, uh, and I decided to give him the gimmick, the Rad Dad Jim Cherry. His finisher <laughs> is the dad joke, and it is a stretch muffler. And his backstory, he might be a dad, but he is the Rad Dad. He's the dad all the other dads wish they could be. He drops his kid off at soccer practice, and all the moms stare. They wish they could be with the man of the stature of the rad dad, Jim Cherry. And his finisher, the stretch muffler, might be called the dad joke, but it's anything but when he locks it in. <laughs> what did you think of that's that? My, that's my guy. That's my guy. He's got dad bod too, right? Of course Please. he does. Oh, that's absolutely. True. He looks like Ric Flair. <laughs> Joey Janela. <laughs> okay. He comes out like Road Dog, but tells a dad joke at the beginning of this. He's got the knee pads around it's, his shins, of course. It's me, Ooh, it's me. Okay. It's that right, DAD. That's perfect. Even better. The Rad perfect. Dad Jim Cherry. The dad joke might be one of the most lethal finishes in the game. And I Just love how it's the stretch it. muffler. Yeah. Stretch muffler. <laughs> me well, I was already. like, what's something a dad could do? Yeah, he could definitely do that. So stretch muffler. I like it. Perfect. I like it. I'm making All right, so right uh, yeah, you need if you want to, you know, go in and uh, I think you could do it on Fire Pro. You could probably make most of these. Yep. Uh, we had just Omega Man, which I'm gonna I'm just assuming from this that he is either a Mega Man fan or a Kenny Omega fan or both. So I decided okay. to bring that into the gimmick a little bit. Um, for his gimmick, he is the prototype Austin Omega. His finisher Ooh. is the Mega Buster, which is just an Emerald Flosion. And his backstory, he was created in a laboratory somewhere off the coast of Don't Fucking Worry About It Island. Austin Omega is the first known wrestler with the last name Omega, the prototype, if you may. 
Time passed and more wrestlers with geeky-ass Apex Legends tendencies untook the name Kenny Omega, but Austin will forever be the original Omega. He might not be as refined as the rest, but his raw strength and power set him above all. He also has a big fucking gun for an arm. So, like, yeah, Ooh, I mean, that, that works, okay. right? He also yeah. has a big fucking gun for an arm! <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't actually wrestle. He just shoots, dude. He kills him. Like, dude, die. Jeez. Yeah, it's really crazy out here. The prototypes actually. Yeah, yeah, he's I'm a just, robot. I'm just, living, I'm just living for these narration from you. This is perfect. I think, like, yeah, I mean, honestly, if I wanted to create a uh, federation, I definitely think I could. I got a lot of things in the vault here. Uh, if you wanted to build a wrestler from the ground up. Yeah, it would be the prototype Austin Omega <laughs> with a gun for an arm. <laughs> How do you beat a man with a gun for an arm? We had uh, more, more Nick, dick jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was about to say we're actually getting into the dick gimmick, so I'm excited. Ooh. Um, okay. Okay. I thought oh, I that, that wasn't one. Surprisingly not. Arm, that wasn't one. All right. No. That no. That was not a dick. Really. That was like a legit shoot. That's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna shoot you, and you are gonna die. That's a real gun. <laughs> yeah. That's just, that's actually dope. We had uh, Nick Jai, whose gimmick is all sack Nick Rack. And his finisher, <laughs> his finisher is the rack driver. And uh, here is my man All Sack Nick Rack's backstory. So, from a small child, Nick always knew that his... <laughs> okay, let me start over. From, <laughs> from he a had small like a long pause and went right into it. <laughs> Okay, so, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. From a small child, Nick knew that his ball sack was larger than the normal child's. This abnormal ball sack allowed for an overflowing amount of testosterone to flow through Nick's body, <laughs> allowing him to become an absolute monster in stature. 650 bench, <laughs> 950 squat, 1,000 deadlift. These are his warm-up numbers. These are not even his working Jeez. set numbers. All sack Nick rack hits his patented rack driver, and you'll be wishing that you face someone with a regular size ball sack. <laughs> I think that gimmick rules. I just keep thinking of an episode of South Park where they bounce around on their ball sacks. So that's what he looks like. The yeah, I mean, sack. essentially, give or take. I mean, like that's <laughs> all, all the ladies call him all sack nigger rack. It, uh, by the way, the, the rack driver is just a it's a backdrop driver, so he just drops you on your neck, and uh, that's the end of that. I mean, this dude is, I mean, when you think of someone in size, you're looking at Brock Lesnar at least times three. The testosterone with a, flowing with, through this man's body is insane. With a huge ball sack hanging down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it barely fits it. in his trunk. to pack it back in there. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> There's a lot going on here. Okay, so that's, we had... Uh, that's pretty great. That one's pretty great. It's going to be hard to top. I, I, I think so too, till we get to these. All right. Oof. So now we have X-Jag whose gimmick is C-Man, Michael Big Bud Roberts. And uh, his finisher is the Clip Wings, and that's just the Angel's Wings. And I'm going to give you the backstory for C-Man, Michael Big Bud Roberts. He's got two nicknames. He's got a nickname in the middle of his name and also before <laughs> him. So. After being discharged from the Navy for being the baddest motherfucker on the planet and having violent tendencies, Michael Big Bud Roberts C-Man took his aggressiveness out on skateboarders in some random park in New York. After getting arrested and put on video on YouTube, 
one of the skateboarders, he took back, went on Twitter, and started berating Seaman Michael Big Bud Roberts. And with his last breath, as Michael Big Bud Roberts took the skateboard by the neck, the skateboarder said, MDK all motherfucking day. <laughs> Michael Big Bud Roberts then looked up MDK as he was curious and found Nick Gage, who also has violent tendencies. And then from that oh, point forward, Michael Big Bud Roberts spent his time in the squared circle, inspired by the skateboarder that he choked out and... We're not sure if he's dead or what the case may be, but he's definitely injured. And MDK. He's, defi- he's injured. And that's okay. C-Man, Michael Big Bud Roberts. C-Man. <laughs> Discharged from the Navy. I like how you put C-Man at the beginning, and then it was at the end at one point, so it's perfect. Well, was yeah, the discharge part, pun intended? Yeah, of course it was. I knew it. This entire gimmick was, it was, it. Ex- it, it was crafted from fucking stone. This gimmick can, cannot be beat here. Now I want we you have, to do like uh, Mother Goose nursery rhymes, like Hansel and motherfucking Gretel. <laughs> it just comes out of nowhere. It's just like, along came a nice little motherfucking... <laughs> With a hard-ass cock. That's all we got out here, baby. Jeez. Now we got two more. Okay, these are two right. of my favorites, too. All right, so this one's for X3. And his gimmick is hardwood, rich good. His finisher Ooh. is the deep seven and a half. It's the boss man's. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> his finisher is the deep seven and a half. And it's the boss man slam. He, so, doesn't, he doesn't spin just straight old, old school boss man slam. Boss man seven slam. Seven deep. So hardwood, rich good. What is his backstory? What could it be? <laughs> After being uh, discovered on OnlyFans by wrestling promotion, oh shitty as fuck wrestling, Hardwood Rich Good will go on oh, to use did. his special talents in the squared circle. The women in the crowd wanted to be with them. The men in the ring wanted to be in them. And the people on the internet wanted to be around them. The sky is the limit for Hardwood Rich Good and his deep seven and a half finish. And P.S. He still does OnlyFans on the side if you want to check it out. <laughs> that's uh that's that was the one best of my one so far that's the yeah, best that one actually, i love it i love one. it i love it that's the best one does he have an instagram no he's got an only fans only fans I he mean, doesn't have anything else hard, <laughs> hardwood rich good is kind of it's snappy it's snappy it's got something to it it's pops, pops hell yeah and he has like a pretty big wiener so like that's cool too so that works out and, for him. and that and that seven yeah, that's always good seven and a half man give him that half too seven and a half <laughs> Yeah, men, men want to be in them. <laughs> that's a, that's a that good did, line. That didn't that didn't escape me. I I got I that's got that fantastic. part. I got that part. All right, and the very last one, Dada Too Toxic, and his gimmick is long haul Chris Dawkins. His finisher is the Broadway, which is a second rope Canadian destroyer. Ooh, his okay. backstory. Long haul Chris Dawkins. His entrance is at least 20 minutes. His matches are at least 60 minutes. You know when you see Chris Dawkins, you're in it for the long haul. This doesn't stop in the wrestling ring. Chris Dawkins takes 45-minute showers and leaves no hot water for anyone else. Chris Dawkins waits 20 minutes to eat an ice cream cone before it melts all over his hand and he can't even eat it. 
Chris Dawkins takes 60 minutes to run a mile so that all his classmates have to sit around and wait for him to do the other three and everyone's telling him to hurry the fuck <laughs> up. He said, I'm in it for the long haul, baby. Once Chris gets to where he's good and ready, all it takes is one Broadway finisher to put his opponent down for his patented 10 count. Now that's good. Tell me that ain't not a, a long haul. That's pretty much, I was like, hmm, The Undertaker does take a long time to get to the ring. Let's make a whole character about it. Yep. Just so you to know, give you, you a little. You honestly have me, you have me thinking, you're blowing my mind because you have me thinking now like every wrestler's gimmick is based on a dick joke. And now I'm all, now I'm thinking like Hangman Page is a dick joke. Oh, it absolutely is. You think it, I think all characters are related to dicks in some way. <laughs> absolutely. <True. laughs> right, right. I mean, you could literally like name anybody in the world, and I'm sure at some point they did something regarding a wiener. So, uh, you know, I, I think that's a good, even goes for 80s wrestling, honestly. I think 80s wrestling more than anything. Yeah, Every, everyone's boys. name in 80s wrestling was like Dick. I don't know why. That was a really popular <laughs> name in the 80s. Every jobber was like Dick Bart. I don't know why everyone's named that. <laughs> Dick <Yeah>. Bart. <laughs> if, if one of the Patreons is a Dick Bart next time, I tell you what. <laughs> Dick, you're not wrong, actually. I know. Every single time they're like, and here's uh, Dick Bart. It's, what the hell? I always <laughs> Bart, too, because Bart was absolutely an 80s thing. And he had a mullet. All of them had mullets. It was incredible. True. What a, what a great a giant black mustache. Hey, you were alive then, right? I was. That's crazy. What year were you born? 1982. 82. Wow. So you were there for mm -hmm. like, uh, wow, you were there for a lot of stuff. That's kind of yes, crazy. Yes, that was. You were there from like, you were there for like the shitty stuff and then the good stuff and then the shitty stuff. So you've been there for a while. That's crazy. To think I about, was there honestly. for the Rock and Roll Express and the Midnight Express. Damn, there was a lot of expresses back then, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> and the Orient Express. You remember them? Orient Express. Yes, yes. I don't remember that. Who was that? They had, a, they had a sick theme song. Who the hell was the Orient Pat, Express? Pat Tanaka and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. But was they this were dope. in WWF? Yeah, it was. But they were it dope. Was. Look them up. They were dope. Honestly, you will like their matches. They were dope. Yeah. I had to check this out. Huh. Wait, was this a guy even... theme song, too. Oh, I thought, this dude, I thought it said this dude was Canadian. I was like... What the fuck is the Orient Express then? Would that what have surprised it? you? Would that yeah, have surprised what? you? The 80s are Canadian wrestlers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's the most 80s things ever, dude. Yeah, that's I true. Mean. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, Pat Tanaka was in this. That's what I just said. Sorry, I was... I'm sorry. I was... <laughs> I was reading this out one, wasn't it? <laughs> That's just how it be sometimes. Okay, so anyways. Dick Bart. Dick Bart in the Orient Express, the Canadian Dick Bart. <laughs> <laughs> Black Bart's uh, real name is Richard Harris, so I guess he could have Dick Bart as his name. if you ever I'm telling you, everyone in the 80s somehow had the nickname Dick. I don't know how in the world it happened, but I swear it is. Every time I hear a story from the 80s, it had something to do with a dude named Dick. Every single one of them. I'm serious. Play the Orient Express theme. It's awesome. It's awesome. Now it's I can't get it out of my head now. Yeah, I should play it. But uh, there was like Dick Slater and Dick Murdoch and a bunch of other dicks around in wrestling. Yeah, there was. Uh, wasn't. Oh man, I'm trying. Now I'm starting to think all the dicks in wrestling. There's remember the dicks? Remember the dicks? <laughs> oh, I do remember that. 
That was awesome because they were actual penises. <laughs> they were actual dicks. Yes, that that is the ultimate dicks in wrestling. They were just actual penises, and that's like incredible. They're like fuck the pun. Let's just go for it. Straight penises. That was awesome. So Chad and James of penises, kid, dicks straight and penis. fucked. This is uh, this has been a week of wrestling, man. This has been a week of wrestling. We had the King of the Ring it's... finals. We had Brock coming back. We had NXT on TV. Um, getting ready for the Fox stuff. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's I been mean, a good, uh, good couple of weeks ever since Deadlock started. No coincidence, though. Yeah, I mean, we got Mike. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I totally forgot about this dude getting cocked. Like, we got, there's so much penises. Yeah. This is awesome. This is like it's a counter program to Deadlock, you know? This ain't counter program to As long as they keep doing penises, I'm good. <laughs> well, we, do, <laughs> we know what Design Pedro is doing for the podcast cover. Yeah, the dicks. <laughs> or exactly. Pat Tanaka in a dick outfit. <laughs> if you, if you uh, can figure out what Dick Bart looks like, then yeah, we can uh, definitely. I'm looking it up. Dick got a mustache and a cowboy hat. That's about all you need. <laughs> I'm going to give like five pop-ups come up after. Oh, yeah. Just your whole Google feed is going to be penises, dicks, Dick Bart. Dick Bart was a Boston Celtic. Not kidding. <laughs> is that a real person? I swear to God, Dick Bart. Man, matter of oh, fact, it's God. two Jeez. different Dick Barts. Wow. I mean, that and definitely does sound be... like a name. You're going to look on the wiki, and at the very top, it's going to say, also work for the WWF. <laughs> yeah, bro. Top 10 Dick Bart profiles on LinkedIn. Okay. They have a like top 10 Dick <laughs> Bart profiles on LinkedIn. <laughs> like, we got to categorize this shit. That's our next article going up on the website. Top 10 Dick Barts. <laughs> Oh no, we definitely had to make an article about the top ten penis references in wrestling. There that'd definitely be has to be one because uh, the that'd TNA be a, that'd be dicks. a series. That'd be like the top thirty. Yeah, <laughs> top that'd be 100. one for yeah for every single like period in wrestling. The Attitude Era, <laughs> ruthless aggression. Ruthless, ruthless aggression was just a big dick. That's all it was. Oh, absolutely. Was... I was actually looking at something from like around that time. I think you know uh, where Vince decided to kill himself in a limo. Ooh. Do, do, do you remember the the promo he cut before that happened where he like was going absolutely like his he basically yes. just went crazy i remember well, it like it was yesterday actually because we were in college and uh we were watching raw college every single, every single monday yeah <laughs> and uh james was still wearing diapers over there <laughs> no doubt and yeah i remember it like it was yesterday it still sticks out in my mind because i thought it was cool then actually <laughs> I thought it was cool that Vince died in the loop. <laughs> I thought it was dope. I was yes. like, this is sweet. This is sweet. It's fantastic. More murder on our wrestling. The the best thing about the, the whole thing was that he was cutting a promo on Edge, and Edge literally just sat there and just was like, what the fuck is going on? He's got no <laughs> idea what's happening right now. He's like, I thought I was supposed to come out here and fuck somebody. He's like, no, you're just going to sit here and listen to me talk about this. That was Edge's whole gimmick for like 10 years. It was like, oh, Edge is going to fuck your wife. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> what? So Christian, Christian got nothing. And they're like, yeah, you can go to TNA or whatever, loser. He's like, Edge, you can fuck everyone's wife. He's like, yeah, hell yeah. That's what I'm talking Christian about. Gets, Christian gets boys. a blue dot. Whew. That's great. Yeah. That's Edge gimmick. is a fucking man. Hell yeah. So... We had Raw this week. Um, not a lot happened. I guess. Well, I guess. I guess. In, I mean, in a vacuum, stuff happened. I mean, yeah. in a vacuum, I guess. Um, but I only wrote down a couple things because 
There's only a couple things that I was really interested in. Uh, Kane came back as like a, like I said, a couple different characters. He should have came back as the dick. That would, that would have been incredible. The dick has beaten our <laughs> truth. Uh, but he came back to put over the fiend. Uh, the entire show is just basically the fiend. That's it. Yep. I swear to God, they could just strip the rest of the show, and it's just no one gives a fuck. You remember when we said, "I hope they don't oversaturate the fiend." Like less is more, and then the whole show is the fiend. He said, "What did you say, you stupid bastard?" Here's the fiend. The entire show. I was like, "Good lord!" Every time I walked so in the actually, kitchen, it was it was on. They turned the graphics upside down too. Yeah, yeah, I did see that actually. I, apparently, I, the fiend controls the graphics on the show, like the match graphics were upside down and people were like is that a botch and then it's like no it's the fiend being wacky lol <laughs> he's got mustard <laughs> the fiend has got the relish the fiend is coming Raw. to Monday nights <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like they're literally doing yeah. the opposite of what they should be doing with the fiend let's just put him on our TV every segment Fox NFL Fox NFL is going to announce because he's going to you know it's not not like he's just going to stick to Monday. Fox NFL Sunday is going to be like the the Fiend on on a Friday night SmackDown. Oh <laughs> yeah, they're going to have time. the Fiend come I in. I can't for, wait uh, till they promo that. That'll be hilarious. They're going to have an NFL game where they bring the Fiend in for a uh, interview. <laughs> interview, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the Fiend. <laughs> he turned the graphics upside down. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to mandible claw one of the mascots. It'll be fantastic. <laughs> Troy, Troy, Aikman's, Troy Aikman's on the mic just talking about like Dak Prescott he's like Dak Prescott really throws an exceptional spiral what do you think the fiend <laughs> the fiend <laughs> what do you think the fiend <laughs> the fiend well I think that he should come over to Monday nights where the best pro wrestler in the world is that's like an amateur slam right there <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, the fiend. <laughs> I'm glad you guys got that. I'm glad you guys got that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey. He's going to ruin it by hell in a cell. What do you mean? The NFL's going to ruin it. It's over. It's over. <laughs> I do like how at the end he says, see you in hell anyway. He's all happy. That was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, he, he, just, he just speaks for all of us when we every single see week. In hell. <laughs> see, that's how I feel hell? at the end of Raw. See you in hell. <laughs> what do you think, the fiend? <laughs> see you in hell. <laughs> what do you think about Dak Prescott, the fiend? <laughs> well, I'll be honest, I'm more of a Saints guy myself. <laughs> He's just, sitting, he's just sitting in the booth with the headset with on. The mask and the mask. And it's like the, the, the fucking creepy smile. With the headset like this. on it. And you just hear you just hear this like Well, I'm a Saints guy myself. He's got like a custom Saints jersey on. <laughs> alright, alright, Pedro. He's got, a, he's got a Saints starter jacket. We gotta get the fiend in a jacket with the headset like the tiger mask headset from the podcast. He's gotta have the Iron headset. Is Joe Buck with Troy Eggman and our special guest, the fiend. Straight from Monday nights. The new A team. The new Fox NFL Sunday pregame show with Terry, Howie, Jimmy, Kurt, and the fiend. <laughs> Oof. 
just fucking imagine the fiend just fucking talking about football. Oh my god. <laughs> like the fiend is our favorite gimmick outside of the fiend. Like he's like the best thing ever outside of WWE. Like, it's literally. because it's because like if you take the fiend out of Monday Night Raw, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. What did you think of that last play, the fiend? <laughs> you can't. You can't have like. It, you cannot have him on any press shows or anything. that's probably why he did it he's like I don't want to do these press shits I don't want to do the media <laughs> yeah, scrums exactly. I'm just like I'm done with this dude good morning America with the fiend <laughs> you know what, man he, he needs to be an it three oh, he does with Tony Schiavone yeah yes in the su- oh, in the sewers with the fiend in the Saints jersey <laughs> 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 There's nothing that gives oh, my dick hard than thinking about the fiend <laughs> and, and goddamn football. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I do think it's funny that we literally just talked about the fiend not being on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were like, hmm, how about the whole show is literally the fiend? Every I segment. Think we can, crazy, man. I was going to say, I think we can all relate because we all have a fiend inside of us, you know? Dude, that shit resonates, dude. (laughs) There is nobody that I relate to more than The Fiend. (laughs) Well, you are a Saints guy. (laughs) (laughs) You are a Saints, don't you, fella? (laughs) (laughs) Hell no. Oh, man. That's that good good stuff right there. Good shit. Yeah, I'm glad glad The Fiend is getting over. we We had the King of the Ring finals, though. Yeah, but that had nothing on the fiend talking about the Saints. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 that was a hell of a match, though. I like the match. What Corbin versus Gable? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was easily the, probably their both both of their best matches in WWE so far. Yeah, right. Is there, can you think anything else? Well, I, mean, I was like, I was really... like, maybe you could you can argue a Chad Gable match, maybe, but That's I don't I think you, say, could, yeah. you could not argue Baron Corbin. I don't think not one bit. But now he's over. Like we're over, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, it's good. Honestly, um, it's it's funny because like Corbin, people say like, and I think it's like a. I don't know if it's a WWE thing, but they're like Corbin's such a good heel, and like before this, he totally <laughs> like wasn't at all. Yeah, um, he was not. I mean, he was good at saying stuff that heels say, but like it's not like right. he had any actual heat or anything. Right. But um, well, he still does. But well, yeah, but it's getting better. I think. Um, well, if we, if we if we all like him and we say he's a good heel, he doesn't have any heat. In this era of wrestling, I think that's actually a good thing. Um, I don't think there is really any actual heat. If, if what are you if, talking about? James E. Cornette tells me every single week that hey, you want a real damn heat, you go out there and say gamer words. <laughs> well, thanks, Jim Cornette. That works out great. <laughs> I'm sure everyone you will agree. You're your mud dick wrestling. Yeah, I was I was thinking about that the other day too about the heel thing because I because I'd seen it so much and I I feel like people say he's a good heel just because he's a heel, but it's just in in today's wrestling like if I don't like somebody, um, I just don't watch them. <laughs> it's like get and off like, my TV heat. Yeah, there's too there's too much wrestling. Like if I don't if there's no like I'm if I don't like Baron Corbin, then like I'm not really interested in seeing him get beat up. If I That's enjoy true. his it's work, more one to one. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, it's like that for a lot of people, probably. Um, I would rather see someone who's good, like, um, like I, so Jay White in the past year has kind of figured out who he is. Um, I guess the last six months, even 
right i guess is a good way to put it honestly um because he he totally was just kind of boring and uh he kind of figured out his gimmick a little more and started getting over a little more uh and, and I, I actually don't mind seeing jay white matches i did you know six eight months ago i was like i don't know maybe even like 10 months ago i was like mm. um, but he's a guy that's kind of figured it out and i think baron corbin's getting to that point too um where mm-hmm. people just weren't super not into corbin whatsoever um and i th- and i think a lot of people get confused on that too with the whole heel thing like they're they think that um and, and i say that the same thing with mjf too it's like he says bad things so he's a good heel and it's like ah i mean i don't i don't think i've ever said i don't think i've ever like wanted to see mjf get beat up or anything i never really like i i, I just think the whole saying bad things makes me a heel it does not work nowadays i don't know if you guys feel like that i agree with you on mjf I'm not I'm not down with him yet, and that's just because I just it's not because I don't like him. It's not because of the shit he says. It's because I just don't think he's a good wrestler yet. Yeah, it's like his in. You're not like paying. Oh, I I really want to go see an MJF match. That right, never comes right, out. exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. like I want to see him talk. Is like really all I would ever want. You know, like why isn't he on the microphone more? But it's like it's always too self aware to a point, right? I mean, I think yeah, I think that's how I think it is. Um, it's almost to the point where like. Uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's heel stuff. <laughs> well, I, I agree. I agree. It's you're right. It's self aware. It's like he's getting up this morning. And he's like, all right, let me t- let me pull up that Twitter app and who do I get to roast right now? I got to get at least five roasts every single day. Yeah, he needs a roast quota. Keep up my quota. Like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he, is, exactly. He, he is standing out though. People are talking about him. So I mean, it is doing something. Yeah, it, it's interesting. I mean, people talk about a lot of stuff, like the the Kenny stuff. That that happened over the last twenty four hours. Uh, I don't understand why people got pissed about that. Like, do you? I don't get it. Um, well, I thought it's, it was dope. It's weird. I was like, of course he says that. Do you kind of want to run it down or whatever? Say yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that Kenny Omega did a interview. I think it was Sports Kedia. I don't remember who did it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he yeah. said that uh, yeah. he's the best wrestler, and that a group of developmental talent is not better than the AEW roster. Now, um, I could not believe I like that is such like a non headline thing to me, but it became a super headline thing. Uh, and I think that's mostly because the fact that there's like a group of people on Twitter that are literally just waiting for shit like this to yeah. blow it up and, uh, talk about it. Like people are literally just it, fiending for this, the fiending, <laughs> if you may. It's, it's like we, it's like we all forgot that, uh, NXT was de- WWE's development and like, he's just stating facts. It's almost it's like we forgot bu- that his gimmick is the best bout machine. So of course he's going to say <laughs> he's the best wrestler. Is this like, I, I couldn't believe that this was even an argument. People are like, well, it's you 2019 guys cancel Rollins. culture. Right. It is. <laughs> that was the biggest argument yesterday was, well, you said it was. Seth Rollins said it. It's like, Seth. well, Seth Rollins said a bunch of stupid ass shit right in a row. And whenever Seth Rollins says he's the best wrestler on WWE television, the crowd boos him. So like, it's not, <laughs> it's definitely not the same thing whatsoever. Um, nope. People just uh, very, very nicely forgot that Seth also uh, went out of his way to shit on individual wrestlers and to uh, say that they don't make any money compared to him and they ain't shit. So I mean, right. it's it's a little different of a scenario here, uh, as Kenny is w- literally working, and that is his gimmick, is that he is the best it's wrestler. Be- it's because it's like say anything you want about WWE, to, but don't speak bad about my NXT. You say bad stuff about my NXT, that's where I have a problem. 
Well, no, like, it's not even that. It's like because people were defending Seth. It's like, it's like just out of convenience. Whenever I want to defend WWE is when I'm going to do it. But there's no time or tell. You better not do it. Only I can say anything bad about WWE. Fuck you, Kenny Omega. Yeah, I actually ended up uh, muting AWWE NXT. <laughs> I just muted I all that. the words because I I want fucking nothing to do with any of this shit. Like when I saw that yeah. that was a headline, I was like, I'm fucking out of here, dude. I don't even want to deal with <laughs> even nair one fucking tweet about this shit and i have seen and i don't know if it's like recently or what the case is but wrestling twitter has gotten fucking stupid in like a very short amount of time um where i'm starting to see takes and, and i'm starting to see like just just wrong takes like on a regular basis like i saw one the other yeah. day that i retweeted um where someone said that uh, Becky Lynch has been the most influential woman in the history of women's wrestling. I'm like, this is just the goddamn worst. I got to get out of here, man. I can't, I can't <laughs> do this Twitter thing no more. I'm like, I mean, everybody wants a take. So what they're doing is they're like, launch it up in the air and run away. And <laughs> they're like, hopefully it sticks. I don't know how it keeps getting on my timeline. Like, against the wall. If this was like, even last year, I would net those tweets would never, they would never get close to my timeline it's like now i'm just seeing them all the time i'm like unfollowing people muting people i'm like i gotta get away from this stuff dude i can't yeah. deal with this no more like that's bringing that you kenny, back down to the sewers sonny the kenny and set thing literally took years of my life I, I had nothing to do with it man i had nothing to do with it i was like i gotta get out of here yeah Ugh, yeah that was rough um i i don't know if i can take the uh pedestal takes on twitter uh, with this AEW nxt thing i just don't i just don't know if i can do it man i gotta i gotta peace out for a little bit on that uh there was a couple of convos this week that were like the same thing like there was a like a bunch of there was some takes that got around that said the undisputed error are just a bunch of guys and they they're they're not you know they're not shit they're not what wrestlers should be i'm like how did this get the time of day dude what is going oh, yeah, on right like, who said that who said that, that someone, was someone, someone was yeah, saying someone that. said that i read that someone said adam cole shouldn't be champion going into usa or something like that like yeah and it's just like one. these takes get traction these, these journalists just need to stop like what is this man like are you kidding me like the undisputed era is like four of the most talented dudes in the business yeah. right now and they're like well it shouldn't be shit and like it's like usually that takes like ha 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 this dude's stupid but it gets traction in tweets, and I'm like, what the fuck is happening in wrestling Twitter right now? That's why I'm sitting oh, over was, here in pro-rest Twitter. We don't have this issue. Was, um, and man, the, and Twitter's passing out blue check marks everywhere these days. They are. It's like Glenn Rubenstein. I love NXT and most of its roster, but I don't get the Undisputed Era. They seem like average Joes, not relatable underdogs like Daniel Bryan, Ali, or, or babyface Sami Zayn, what? not what? monsters like Braun what? or Killian Dane. Oh my gosh, those hot underdogs, the Undisputed Era, just I like Daniel build a Bryan. TV show around them. <laughs> confirm Jesus. that. Confirm that Roderick Strong is not Daniel Bryan. That's incredible. What? They're they're not <laughs> Adam Cole's not Daniel Bryan, Confirm. so I don't want to see he him. Is well, not. Maybe that's what maybe that's what Twitter's doing with the blue check marks. You say something stupid, they're like, "Yep, yeah, that's right, that's right, baby." <laughs> well, I think if you work, it's kind of crazy how it works because, like, if you literally just work for a popular publication like group, I swear they just give it to you. It seems it like is, it. I see is, I see people is, with like a thousand followers. If you're a writer for a website, yeah, you yeah, yeah. Is Wrestling Inc. popular? I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah, people is. use it a ton, yeah. I mean, it's just credentialed at this point. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying, be. but they just give it now to Now we got the deadlock PW checkmark coming soon. Yeah, we're getting the checkmark. I swear to God, the second I get the checkmark, wrestling Twitter's fucking done for. I'm I'm tweeting the dumbest shit you ever seen in your life, bro. I swear to God. <laughs> if Kenny Omega says that he thinks that he does a good job at his daily job, like, that's it. I'm going to town. You ain't getting away <laughs> with it. I really think Dana Brooke changed women's wrestling forever. <laughs> there is no one more influential to women across the fucking world of wrestling than Dana Brooke on and, main event. Than Dana Brooke. I just could not believe that Becky tweet. And I was like, good Lord, bro. I can't do it. I can't do this shit no more, man. Y'all this is why I'm me getting over shit. Becky. This is, like, I love Becky, but I don't love Becky when Twitter loves <laughs> Becky. <laughs> Oh man, her tweets are just. Oh, I've had her muted for goddamn six months. Yeah. <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was right around when she got with Seth Rollins is when her Twitter started going downhill. Seth, stop ruining everything. <laughs> this is on you, pal. <laughs> you have to live with this. Wrestling Twitter went crazy for the Goldberg versus Ziggler thing too. Oh man, why was that even a thing? Like. It was obviously fake. I don't know how it became like a thing that people were like. The dude grabs Dolph Ziggler and he is like all smiles. Like he is giggling. He's like boyish <laughs> right. giggling. And like, you're like, like, oh my God, it's a shoot fight. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg is like 50. Goldberg is like 50 years old and has like a kid. Like what, what, what is he out here fighting in the bar with Dolph Ziggler about? Like the dude's Crazy. First of all, what are Goldberg and Dolph doing in an Olive Garden? My God. <laughs> yeah, uh, the breadsticks. He's all good, <laughs> <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> he just bring his vine video. back. He, he's like, he's like, hey, hey, Roy Nelson, take my, uh, take my, take my phone. Si record a six-second clip. Let's get this. Let's get <laughs> this. It was. Don't smile, everyone. It was like please six don't smile. seconds. Please yeah, it don't was smile. terrible. Everybody don't smiles. smile. Everybody's giggling. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fuck you, Goldberg. I'm smiling. They must have saw that tweet just recently about the Becky Lynch thing. There's like all smiles. <laughs> oh, Bill. <laughs> oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. Uh, the, there was the uh, there was the whole NXT thing also. I don't know if you guys saw those tweets um, about NXT needing another what, hour. The t-shirts? No, no, no. Well, the t-shirts. Yeah, that's a whole another thing. That's when they when they drop seventy five t-shirts in one day, <laughs> and they're all like thirty bucks. That's that's and they're all thirty yeah. bucks and have one line across the chest and that's it. Please buy. Please. Hey man, they're they're taking our minimalist deadlock gimmick. We're yeah, stealing it. Shit. Well, they uh, <laughs> they <laughs> they uh, release those t-shirts and it's like a lot of those guys, they never t-shirt. Yeah, like Cassius Ono literally never had a t-shirt before, which is kind of crazy. He's been there. I really. did, I, I, he's ever. never had Honestly, a shirt. I can't I believe did, that. I did end up buying it just because I felt. Well, like it's because him. he posted on Twitter and he's like, "Hey guys." Uh, this is my very first shirt, man. I'm really happy to finally see a shirt. And it's like, we all know that like they made these shirts in like one day without yep. any thought. And it's like, God damn it, dude. Because Cassius is like one of those dudes that like, well, he's like the fucking best ever. And it, it, it just kind of sucks to know that that's how they did him on that. Especially after yeah, like, he spent his entire buy. time. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like the tweet like made me want to buy it because it's like, you know, obviously they... Cash is a guy that's put over so many people. <laughs> he has, like, know, a lot right? of people in NXT got over initially because Cash has kind of got them there. And it's just, um, it kind of sucks that they played him like that. And a lot of other people too, but Cash is the one that I saw the tweet about. And, you know, and with like, all of his his outfits and different attire, like you would assume that they could make like a shirt for every attire. He's a, you know what I mean? Like there's Is there a reason they don't do Kings of Wrestling? 
Is there like a, an actual reason? Because like obviously whatever they they pushed Zara at least six or seven different times with like a bunch of different mm -hmm. gimmicks, it never works. I don't know. Um, but he always works in a tag team, and it's like, well, mm -hmm. Sheamus has you know I don't know what's I think he has spinal stenosis. If he can't come back, um, then why not just do? I mean, Cash doesn't do anything. He's on NXT UK. Like, what is he doing? Right. Like, why not? Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what is the reasoning? Because they both That'd of them don't seem against again. Didn't Cesaro just go to NXT UK, too? Yeah, um, yeah, at the TakeOver. Yeah, yeah. so they could be, to, like, in NXT UK, just put them together. Put them together, guys! Well, they want to do the they want to do the tag team thing, right? So, yeah, they, they keep wanting to revitalize tag team wrestling or whatever, because that's the only gimmick they and, can do. But, but since NXT is not counter-programming, like, it's kind of shocking that they just dropped 75 shirts as if like they did one, like it had one day to do them. I can't believe it. It's intuitive it's marketing. Like, it's not counter programming. Not, like, I can't believe it. Like Austin Theory got a shirt and I'm like, wait, what? There's has no he, way. There's no way TV? that like, there's no, no way that was, WWE forgot that they had a show coming up. And we're like, <laughs> oh just, shit, we gotta, we gotta make shirts. There's no way that He was happened. just standing in the crowd. He wasn't even on TV yet. No. Wait, what'd shirt. you say? Austin you say? Theory got a shirt. Did he? Yeah. What's that look like? That's nuts, honestly. It just says, it just says Austin Theory. <laughs> yeah, all of them are just that. <laughs> it just says Austin Theory, and he's like, oh, I'm so proud. And, I and got and a that, The t-shirt thing actually reminded me that, um, man, they don't even get that option in Creator Superstar or Creator Wrestler. It's like, you just want to type over a shirt. They're like, nope, think of something else. WWE is, uh, it's not nearly as fun without the theatrics of it, honestly. Like, that made me think about it and shit. Like, what if they, like, imagine they released, like, Steve Austin and Triple H shirts like that, where they were just like H H H. Well, they yeah, kind of did actually. Times New Roman. Times New. Bullshit. <laughs> all of all of most of almost. I mean, I'm sure there were some shit ones in there, but I mean, Steve Austin had a shirt with rattlesnake arms. Um, you know. No, no, no. For real though, like literally, the first Triple H shirt was like literally just three H's. Like in Times New Roman font on the front. No, Ariel. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I was about to say. I don't it, think there, so. No, it was they like put a, a street. It was like a blood. It was like a blood blotch with like three. Oh H's. yeah, yeah. But that's like iconic. I, I thought you were talking about like something else, like the, uh, like a like a just strap something on the front or something. No, but I mean like they oh, all. No, you mean like they cookie cuttered it? I got it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. They I actually thought it. about it for the most part. Um, they released that Mia Yim shirt that looks like Kia Yik or whatever. <laughs> yeah, hell that yeah, one? that shirt's lit. <laughs> Kia Yik or something. Like the font is so weird. What was the best shirt? That'd be a that'd be a fun challenge. What was the best it's not shirt? Even a challenge. Shirts? The Stone Cold Rattlesnake Arms. Or actually, no, no. I mean, uh, <laughs> no. I mean the NXT shirt. Oh, not like in general. <laughs> I say Stone Cold Rattlesnake Arms or the Rikishi shirt where he said put some ass. Oh, uh, the Jordan Miles shirt probably. Uh, the best one they released is probably the um, Cash's Ono one. Probably. I mean that one looked good. I, I bet it's the best seller. Yeah, because of the I, tweet. I bet so too. I think, uh, like I was saying, they though, literally. Oh my gosh! The uh, the the NXT shirts reminded me of how boring WWE can be recently. Like mm -hmm. without the theatrics of it, like uh, there honestly a lot of it's been lost in translation. Like I was looking back on, you know, I'm just watching old shit. Sometimes it'll pop up on YouTube or whatever, and you know, you see MVP, who for the most part was like a mid card guy that kind of just sat around the yeah. Intercontinental title. And he comes out, he's got, he's just fucking pyro everywhere. Like shit's draining from the sky. They're like, oh my God, it's, it's MVP. And I'm like, oh my yeah, God, right? like this dude is a huge fucking deal. And then you remember like, no, he's not. Like he's literally just an intercontinental like mid-card dude. 
Yeah. He, had a good, he had a good run on SmackDown. He carried SmackDown for like a year. Well, I mean, he did, look, he look did. at the... Like look 2000, at, well, well, like during the dead era, what was it, like That's what I'm saying, like look at the era that he was in, you know, like I, it's just... Yeah, it was 2010. Yeah, it was 2010. Um, but yeah, I mean, like he was a, he was a, the, like a people were like Edge comes out on a raw and it's like, rated our superstars. It's like, oh wow, this is crazy, man. Like this guy rules on this day. Yeah, he's got like a full ass like actual like song. He comes out and he's got like a duster and he's pyro bearing off and he's got fucking six wives he's fucking. It's like, damn, Edge rules. <laughs> and then like, like the Seth Rollins comes out, he's like the top guy and he just comes out in like a t-shirt and jeans and it's just like, burn it down. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Seth. Here's Hi, I'm Seth, Seth everybody. Yeah. And then they have like a three minute loop of their, like, it's like a two minute loop of their song. No, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. Like the pyro made, I mean, Tony, you know, too, going to the events like that sometimes was the best part about going to the shows yeah the theatrics sure. dude and it's not even Absolutely. it doesn't even end with just the entrances neither it just the pomp uh, and circumstance yeah they just never um they don't do that and it like it dudes it's such like a just a straightforward like you can't do that on raw and smackdown like if you if you if you're not going to give us anything different than we were getting before on raw and smackdown then like you can't just strip everything away and then like expect people to be like super okay with it I, need I bet SmackDown edge. gets it on Fox. Watch. You think? But do you think the people actually get pyro or just the show? I bet the whole. Sh I bet everyone's gonna get pyro on. Fox. Yeah. Like I was watching like Raw. You know where, where uh, Thorn in Your Eye was the theme song or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, you know it, it it fucking does that little loop where it's like this preset transition between the intro and the actual show, but like it does like a little flip and goes. And it's just fucking like the pyro just oh yeah like, oh my god it's like welcome to Monday Night Raw they used to come down from dude, the sky like rockets like, yeah it would go for like, it like yeah yeah dude that shit was awesome I was thinking about that like I was at work the other day and that came up on my phone and I watched it, I'm like holy fuck dude like I used to be so hyped I I did not want to miss the beginning of the show because there's just Sam. Music is blaring. The people are going nuts. I mean, the the pirates are doo -doo 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 -doo. Monday Night Raw, <laughs> motherfucker. We're here. It's like, oh my god, this is crazy. It's like all of a sudden you hear, Doo, and then a fucking just Triple H is coming out. He's like, oh, I got my fucking championship and my wife, motherfucker. It's like, oh, exactly. This rules, it dude. made the opening fifteen minute talk segment that much better because of the intro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You because you were on such high adrenaline. Like I remember going to the show. Like now you go to a show. And like people are just kind of getting into their seats. They're like, they still think it's the pre-show. Yeah, like, yeah. nope, raw kicked off. And like, and it's nah, like, nah, yeah. nah, and then, nah. but you know, back oh, in the great. day, back go. in my day, you'd go, you, you, like, you wouldn't even like, you would not miss the start. You'd, you, you had to, to be in your seat yeah. because it was literally the best part of raw. <laughs> like, it was, and it was like the number one transition. Like, especially if it was. That's not a hate. Cold. I'm not even hating when I'm saying that. Yeah, I'm like, that was legitimately like the best part because it was glass break. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. yeah. The very the best. I think the best transition from the beginning of an episode of Raw was Stone Cold. Just because, like, you that were all, or no were chance, allowed. no chance, yeah, no was chance too. too. Yeah, was that was yeah, dope. you're right. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Cool too. Mm. I'm trying to think of the other ones because there's there's only like a handful of people that ever started Raw. Like most of the time, it was always the same couple of people: it was Vince or Stone Cold or Triple H. Um, but like, there's some songs. Maybe the that, Rock. 
Yeah, The Rock, probably. But, I mean, I think he was on SmackDown mostly at that point. Um, yeah. It was I, I was Triple H. It was DX, Triple H, Stone Cold. Well, Kane, that one episode, and that was dope. The one I went to. Um, Man, you know what I was thinking about, too? I saw this the other day. They never really did anything with this, but Kane had a cape at one point. Damn, you know how cool Kane would have been if he kept the fucking cape? I wonder what was the... Kane uh, is already cool, man. That's what I'm saying, but like, can you imagine Kane coming out 24-7 with the fucking cape? Like, What year did he have the cape? I don't remember that. You can... uh, was 19... Just look up Kane with cape. <laughs> You'll literally find he, it. No, for real. Like and the cape looks dope, actually. Dude, like, it's there's so a thumbnail that dope. says rare footage and a yellow arrow pointing at it. Rare yeah, footage of Kane debuting with cape found. Dude, he wear dude, this cape is fucking Kane was so lit at this point. This man, look at this dude's arm girth. Look at this arm. Oh no, girth. no, no, for real. Jeez. Like Kane scared the shit out of me, and I was a full-blown like fucking teenager like ruthless aggression just like absolutely like oh kane's awesome but like kind of scary because his arms are huge he looks like he's gonna kill the undertaker's brother but those red lights used to scare the crap out of me as a kid kane was infinitely cooler than undertaker like at that point just because like he was undertaker had lost a little bit of his, his mystique i think but he did Kane had just I was like what the fuck <laughs> yeah. yes I'm like holy shit and then they I love this this is like the Kane and Undertaker story is probably one of the more ridiculous stories in wrestling history like the idea of just like burning your family <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like ridiculous um but I was fucking all in on it. I'm like, that piece of shit. Like, I can't, like, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, man. I believed it. I was like, man. And then Paul Bear was there, and I'm like, oh, he it's got to be true. It's got to be true. It's got to be true. Paul Paul Bear said it was true. Yeah, look, true. this friend of the guy, Paul Bear, was there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in on this story. Fuck, dude. Can yeah, you imagine him doing like a story Paul like Bear that? Pre-makeup, man. Paul Bear pre, like, dead Paul yeah, Bear. Yeah, was yeah, there. yeah. Blonde, and just, like, brown hair. Paul Bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Von Trapp Paul Bear. That was good stuff, man. If I don't win this match, I will set myself <laughs> on fire. And then, and then, the, and then the, rock, the Rock made fun of him. Uh, my name's Kane. Yeah. Well, the rock, that was the best part. That's probably one of the best parts of the WWE because if you know somebody said some shit, The Rock was going to roast them. And that's like yeah, the, the, rock, the Rock back. The Rock pretty much was like reaction Twitter back in the day, but like an yes. actual human being doing it yes. in real life. <laughs> Rikishi's like, yeah, I beat the fuck out of Stone Cold. I ran that bitch over with a car. He's like, oh, you big fatty, you big thong wearing fatty. Like, oh, God, dude. I did it for the rock. I did it for the rock. I did it. Why you shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty? Oh, my God. And that, just like that. He's the reason Billy Gunn shit. never went any further, you know? Yeah, but that, I don't give a fuck. I'm sure Billy Gunn loves that, though, because that's one of my yeah. favorite promos of all time. Like the, the, yeah, the Billy thing. My name is Billy. <laughs> Bob? It's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh, it's man. definitely one of my favorite promos of all time. Like we just said that at school, like every day after we saw that. <laughs> every day. Hey, hey, Miss Swanson. What's your name? It's Miss Swanson. It doesn't matter what your name is. Oh, I bet it was hell on earth telling for people, people to suck it, dude. We used to tell our teachers to suck it and got detention for it. <laughs> That's good stuff, though. I mean, that you don't oh, have anything like back. that. What do you tell your teacher? Oh, yeah. burn, it, burn it down, Miss Swanson. Burn it down. Miss <laughs> Swanson, did you see Kenny Omega said that they're developmental talent? 
Did you see? Yeah. Did you see Becky's Bexploder last night? <laughs> Mrs. Swanson, Becky's the most influential woman in WWE history. This sucks. Miss Swanson, get the fuck out of here. Get your ass out of here. <laughs> no, Miss Swanson's telling us to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. Get out of here with that shit. Back in my day, they like, kids told me to suck it. <laughs> Back in my day, we had Today's Ryan Daniels all... in the cape. <laughs> These kids all talking about Meltzer ratings and stuff. I was like, Kane burned his family, dude. It happened. That happened. Ricky's here. Like, Start going to call. And the kids are like, did you see Meltzer's five-star rating? It should have been four and a half. Kenny Omega said he's the best. Oh, really? Thanks, little Billy. Stone Cold legitimately threw the rock in a fucking river. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The kiddie pool part was fucking... Yeah. Oh, my... Oh, chef's kiss to that. that we were talking about when part. he chucked the title over the bridge. That was fantastic. Oh, that was so He good. said, you can come and get it. <laughs> <laughs> you want your title? Go get your title. <laughs> I thought the Austin 316 page oh. shit was so cool back in the day. But man, they so never cool. they like, never covered that in any of the WWE games shit that they ever did. And I was so the upset. Pager? Or like the uh, the like a lot of that fun storyline shit. Like, oh, like yeah. people talk about the two K showcase and shit. But goddamn, how cool would it be to play through that shit and like throw a title off? Press X to throw Intercontinental Championship into the fucking river. Like, just imagine. <laughs> like that's like that's awesome to me. I'll press X to throw. <laughs> or be a mini game where you host you the down the beer truck. You go and get it. <laughs> That's awesome, man! Like, fuck. oh man, like, get I out of Mark Little. They always use the same bridge on every single time they did those segments. Yeah. They just went back to the same. It's like they recorded six of them at the same time. <laughs> oh, How oh, awesome man. would that two get? Now, now I'm fucking. Now I want that. Like people were talking about the these two K uh, What was the one with fuck the casket? This. Well, what was the one with the casket? Where well, drags well, the casket? WB, by the yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Big Show and Boss Man, right? I think it yeah. was. It was Boss yeah, Man. Yeah, where it like, was. yeah. He, he dragged Big Show's fucking dead dad around or something. <laughs> 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 big, Show's, big Show is in a big suit and he's at this funeral and he's hanging out. He's like, I love my dad a lot. My dad's Man, great. today he's awesome. Today you'd get today you'd get seven think pieces on why that's incorrect. <laughs> and then the eighth one is uh, Kenny Omega is better than Boss Man and Big Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I want like eight different articles for like all these websites about Big Show Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nowadays maybe this wasn't the best idea. Oh, that's it. That's that's our that's our next uh, editorial piece. Big Show Boss Man: A Retrospective. God, and then oh. Vince would come out and be like, "That was just a storyline. It's not real." And I'm oh, sorry. You, man, all I can think about is Big Show jumping on top of his dad's casket as it's getting pulled away, and he's riding. <laughs> he is literally like drifting <laughs> with the casket. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. He's in like fucking leather pants. Big Show is in leather pants and a leather jacket at his dad's funeral. And he's sitting there with glasses on. And Boss Man said, Let me get that. Oh, oh by the way, God. did you know that uh, uh, Boss Man called Big Show a drag queen or Big Show's dad a drag queen or something like that because he's going to drag his casket around? <sighs> Fantastic, dude. This whole segment. Really dude, man, that's what I'm saying. Man was the man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, right, though, is that the rest of the WWE without the theatrics he, is boring. And then Undertaker kills him. <laughs> yeah, then that's Kane true. brings he did him back to life. Yep, yep. 
And then he also fed Al Snow's own dog. So Boss Man's just the greatest. He's in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. I fucking loved Boss Man, though. Like, from 80s this gimmick version? on, man. No, like, every single, oh, yeah, yeah. like, every like version, this version of the Boss was, Man. I loved oh, yeah. Boss Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this version was good. They had the Al Snow Did Boss I Man thing, too, right? In Cobb County, Georgia. <laughs> what was the, was it Boss Man and Al Snow? Yeah, where he fed him his yeah. dog. Is that, what that, you was, that was one. Yeah, that was good. Boss Man, at this point, just has this huge, like, flag tattoo on his arm he's just wearing he's wearing his shirt like he's got it unbutton like four pieces down he does he'd do the same thing in the cop outfit too he'd have that like that that suspender over like that cross suspender and then the shirt would just be wide open was all this the, the same down. was al snow and boss man the one where they put dogs in a cage was that do you guys remember that dog the, kennel from hell man yeah no, yeah, yeah was they that just pissed boss everywhere man? yeah they pissed his shit all over the ground they <laughs> have yeah, boss man just wrestling. carry a dog around yeah well that's what i'm saying it's like without wwe's theatrics like what do we get we just get like we're never happy ROH. with the finishes <laughs> no we do not get roh we get we get like a half-baked bullshit version of like early 2000s roh it's just like i was thinking about that the other day that was like the biggest like biggest detractor i think to this shit is like well we're not getting like tear down matches every week um we're still getting the same bullshit finishes uh, but we're not getting dogs getting eaten and dads yeah. dragged around in cars. So like, we're still getting the same bullshit finishes we used to, but the bullshit finishes didn't matter back then because it would cut immediately to Stone Cold fucking throwing a goddamn championship off a cliff. Yeah. So it didn't matter. Now it now it matters because now we're like, all we have to look forward to is these matchups. We're like, oh, AJ Styles is getting a match. Um, I mean, that shit we, was the best back in the days. Like you, like you'd come back for commercial break and like. God, it was just gold every time. It didn't matter. Mid Carter, like like uh, main eventer, like you come back from a commercial break and just get right in. Hello, ladies. Exactly. <laughs> like, there was something like, stupid. Yes, the shit's about to go. <laughs> like right away. I remember they always used to put like Stone Cold backstage and like a. Uh vehicle of some sort like throughout the night they'd cut back what's stone cold doing with this vehicle and it was like <laughs> the anticipation was building till like he's going to destroy vince mcmahon's car right they just keep showing like, like should, him um, it up i feel like we should go back and and like cover some of this shit like the uh attitude era stuff because i i remember like a lot of stuff that falls under the radar like dean malenko just being like a he's just sexually harassing a bunch of women that was pretty we much need a gimmick. retro a retro podcast i think i'm in the hardcore championship was it served that that champion. I can't imagine people actually thinking the twenty four seven championship is better than the hardcore championship. No, there was a time where the hardcore championship, like a good run, that was the main reason you tune in, like for yeah, real. Absolutely, yeah. You were waiting to see where they would go or what they would do, and it was it was a lot of fun. Everything Crash Holly did with that was fantastic. One hundred percent. That made his entire career. I yeah, mean, yeah. Fuck, that it made, literally uh, did. That made Bob Holly's entire career before that. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Love. That's crazy to think that he that that he got over like just because of Crash. Yeah. Because he brought. I remember used to bring the scale out. Crash used to bring <laughs> that, that was big fantastic. ass. Fantastic. Like, yeah, that was yeah, awesome. that was fantastic. I wonder if that was a shoot scale or not because that would be pretty heavy. <laughs> it's funny. We just had the exact same thought. I was like, "Man, was that a real? Man, that'd be pretty heavy." Actually. I have to look it up now. Let's see. Crash Holly scale. <laughs> I mean, it, look, it definitely looks like a shoot scale. So, I mean, I Meltzer guess that's all gave that it two stars. Oh yeah, my favorite. One of my favorite things about the Hardcore Championship was that uh, for some reason, everyone that was Hardcore Champion would always come out with a shopping cart full of weapons. 
And I just, I always thought that was awesome. Just like, here's this fucking shopping cart. But Raven, yes. Raven did it regardless of if he was hardcore jamming. He said, somebody's going to die yeah. tonight. <laughs> right. yes. And I'm like totally all in on Raven. Like he was the fucking man. Raven, Raven, Raven actually might have been, yeah, Raven might have actually been the most handsome guy in wrestling for like a good eight years. Like he, I don't know what it is. You, I think it was well, like Well, you saw that him in 90s. the 80s too, right? You saw him in the early 90s. Yeah, well, he was like a little, 80s, he was a little 90s. more baby face at that point. Yeah, Johnny Polo. <laughs> Yeah. yeah he actually became like uh and he's like when i think about late 90s wrestling stuff like raven is totally that aesthetic like he is he is literally i mean even not even wrestling when i think 90s in general i think of yeah, raven, raven in iron man shirts and raven in like south park shirts and the fucking leather <laughs> it's jacket funny you say that the... because he had definitely had that aesthetic when i think of 90s in general i think of kurt cobain and raven yeah i know <laughs> that's what i was gonna say what what game was he on the front of for WCW? Was it Revenge or it was Revenge? My yeah. second all time favorite wrestling game ever. Yeah, he How it the was him fuck Goldberg. Did he get on the front of that. <laughs> he was over, just like you said. He was everything, man. That's just crazy. He was up. He was up there with who else was on it? It was like NWO. Goldberg. Was it was Goldberg. Yeah. It was Goldberg, Goldberg, Nash, and Hogan. Yeah, and Raven. I mean, like, <laughs> Raven. It's because the. It's because at this point when the game came out, the flock was like super over it and was. on television all the time, and. That was like the big thing with the game too was the factions they had in the game. So God and the yeah. music, all the music was so good. I mean, that's just my era. I just love that. I love all yeah. of that music in the nineties. So yeah, I was uh, I was thinking about playing uh, like a lot. I mean, there was a lot of shitters on the N sixty four, but um, the ones that were good, like No Mercy, WrestleMania, two thousand, Revenge. I mean, there's some good ones. WCW NWO World Tour. Yeah, is that the World Tour was the one where the uh, Sting like stopped a truck or something? <laughs> no, that was Revenge. That, that was, was revenge. revenge. Okay, that was Revenge. Okay, okay, okay. That's got the best opener <laughs> In the ever. Intro, yes. yeah. <laughs> and the truck driver's like, "What? <laughs> Get the fuck out the way!" <laughs> I remember there's a Game Shark code where you can play as a truck driver. Yes, that's so funny. You could Game that's Shark awesome. was everything. We need well, more yeah, man. N64 wrestling games were awesome. I just bought a uh, Virtual Pro Wrestling 2. Nice. Does that, uh, I'm guessing that's not translated. No, I hope not. I don't want it to be. That's AJ Styles' favorite wrestling game, if you didn't know. Yeah, I told you know? Marcus that the other day. Uh, that's all I remember from AJ <laughs> talking about wrestling games. Like, you know, I like Virtual Pro Fighter 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's all he ever talks about. That was favorite wrestling game, Virtual Pro Fighter 2. Yeah, there was this dude. There was this dude who tweeted me and said, "Man, Vader sticks out on the cover." I'm like, "Uh, the best part of the cover." <laughs> like, <laughs> we, I, I can't remember what 2K it was. Was it 18 or something? They had AJ Styles there, and he's like, "Man, oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah, he's, 18. he's playing." He's like, oh, "This ain't got nothing on Virtual Pro Fighter 2." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, AJ, the game, the game ain't even come out yet. Dude's crazy." And that's a shoot, brother. <laughs> I can't remember what year it was. We were like sitting around or like, uh, it, I, I was it drinking. It was 2K18. It was, uh, was it 2K18? It had to be. That was when he was the cover guy. No, yeah, he, but he no, wasn't on the cover then. Yeah, it wasn't on the cover. It was. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, he had, uh, I think it was, he had just gotten in, it might have been 17. Do you remember that, Johnny, where we're sitting on like a bunch yeah, of. Yeah, it was, it was like, like 17. They did like a mini. Whatever Tubby has the jacket from, that's where he got it from that one. There's ain't no Virgil Provider 2. <laughs> Dude, crazy. No, but say I got he the was game playing on the, a big screen I got the game in the box like sealed I'm pumped it's gonna be dope nice dude. sealed you're not gonna take it out of the box are you I am absolutely taking it out of the box I just oh, like, just like, I just like opening in that what 
mean? You're selling all your sealed games. You can't talk. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, at least someone's going to get them sealed. Like, if you're going to buy a sealed game, you buy a loose copy to play. So you don't fucking... Are you kidding? I want the feeling of opening up that no, package. No, don't no, do that, no. You bastard. If I look on eBay I'll and this fucking game... It, let me, I swear to God, if it's anything over sixty bucks, it's probably on there. I'm, it, it, was, probably it was. A, it was sixty bucks. That's how much it cost. It was sixty sealed. Yes, it was sixty bucks. What are you doing? Just go pick I up a. God, it would, it would break my, it. a loose copy. It would break my fucking heart to. to is it? Is it like <laughs> actual factory wrapped? I mean, probably not. It's probably shrink wrapped, dude's house. I have no idea. Doesn't matter though. That's what rich guys do. They just fucking buy shit. Just open it. I want. You I want piece that new name. Shit with your damn cassettes and your N64s. <laughs> yeah, they got. Uh... Yeah, I'm looking at it right now online. This is awesome. This is. Yeah, uh... buy it. Well, I'll buy the like, loose I don't, one. <laughs> and I don't. And I. And I don't want to translate it either. That's the point. Like. Yeah. Well, uh, when you're a YouTube creator and people literally turn the video off when it, they see any sort of kanji or hiragana, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of have to learn how to get used to that. I, I played that Dragon sucks. Ball Z and uh, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to like not use the English voices. And all the comments were, please use the English voices. <laughs> so Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just uh, that's how it is. That is how it is as a creator. Just pick up a loose copy, Marcus, please. Yeah. No, it, I literally just bought it. What will I do with this copy? You have keep it. On it. Your show. Well, yeah, what the hell? You keep it. For what? For collecting. Because purposes. it's cool to have. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. Nah, nah. I'll, 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 I'll give it away on Deadlock. How's you're that? You're going to throw yes. away the box probably after you're done. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Zack Ryder with the vi- Yeah, I bought a $6 <laughs> million dollar figure. Fuck <laughs> I can't wait to to open this figure up. Oh my God. God damn it, Zach. No. (laughs) If you want to trigger people, just rip the box up, throw in the trash, and put a video up on Twitter. I have my Bam Bam I'm giving away soon. That's 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 in its original package. Yeah, see, you can do something with it if it's still in its original package. The second you open it, what are you going to do with it now? Play it. No, don't play it. Just run an emulator. Keep it in the box. No, I want the N64 version. I want to play it on my It is the N64 console. version! I want it on my console. I don't want to run an emulator. Okay. I mean, I can give you that much. I understand that feeling. I can at least give you that just much. Get it. I'll just go on eBay right now and buy a used no, copy. No, for real. Fine. My son likes to play the N64 wrestling games, and he, he, he only likes to play as the Big Show or the Giant. Because he's fun. the best. It's a good time. It's a good time. Just yeah, I'm sure, about I'm sure. not opening box copies of video games and how exactly yeah and it'll be smart fantastic smart don't yeah, yeah don't let them don't let them uh, ruin all these games there's only so <laughs> many, there's only so many virtual pro fighter twos that are still in the box so like nah, yeah appreciate it. that's like, what you gotta remember he'll be like dad just buy me another one okay. <laughs> exactly get the loose copy <laughs> <laughs> he's already the kid's already smartened up man I love it are there ones online right now. What? How much? Yeah, there's a ton of loose. Yeah, copies. they're all on eBay, like thirty bucks, thirty-eight mm-hmm. bucks. Yeah, there's a ton of loose copies. I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, if it's not factory wrapped, then you're good. That's why I was wondering if yours, the one you got, was factory wrapped. Well, I have no idea. Like you know, eBay. That's just a gamble. Yeah, I guess so. I guess. So, uh, while you look up if it's factory wrapped or not, you should tell me because I'm actually interested now. Um, oh, we shit, had uh, a few things happen this week. For sure. 
What? Okay, go ahead. Sorry. There's one in its box for like 80 bucks. 150 bucks. Shit. All right, I, I got probably wrapped. Yeah, I got No Mercy in the box sealed for a steal. I mean, I think it's indented a little bit on the side, but I got mine for like 35 bucks. And it was fucking brand new, sealed Factory. and everything. Factory, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Nice, I dude. put that bitch immediately into a protective case. I said, nope. <laughs> yeah, never even touching that one. Do I actually not. almost have all the N64 games, or at least the Western release N64 games. I think uh -huh. I'm missing World Tour and WrestleMania 2000. I don't think I'm missing a lot of them, but... You have Revenge? Mm, yeah, I think so. You did, oh, you did. Yeah. I think you posted a picture online. Yeah, I posted Revenge. a picture. I know I have... Um, Oh, you got a lot of takers too. People wanna, people wanna buy them off of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, I can find a home for them. Maybe cool. They've been sitting on my shelf for a while. Mm -hmm. Find someone else who uh, would enjoy them as much as I did. I love looking at them. The, I, like I told you on the phone when we were talking the other day, cardboard games. Like I love that Japan did that all the way up to the GameCube because that's my favorite shit. Yeah. I hate the fucking plastic cases. I can't. I don't even want to look at them. Like I don't even want them to be around me. <laughs> but I, there's something <laughs> about N64 games and and. Even like I have a couple GameCube games. Like I bought my friend for his birthday. He was a real big fan of the Zoids Battle Legends game. And like mm -hmm. when we got it in America, it just came in the plastic case, the little GameCube disc. But the Japan version came in a fucking cardboard. Just the art is just immaculate, Ooh. you know? Like I don't know. There's just something about the cardboard art and everything that just makes games a hundred times cooler. And I got I agree. that for Christmas. I feel like such an idiot as a kid throwing all that away. Like. Oh, I used to rip the them cardboard shits up to a fucking shred, dude. Ugh. <laughs> I know. I'm so mad. Man, I, I get out the box cutter. I just cut the tape. Open I was up. an asshole I put, with that I put stuff. it back in the box. Throw the I manual away. Who needs that? Yeah, yeah, Who needs I'm like, that piece of shit. I was like, yeah, I got Star Wars Pod Racer, baby. I just take that. I'm going to play a black sharpie now, and write your last name on it. That you know, game that's what you do. too, by the way. Fuck yeah! That was like one of my favorite fucking N64 games was uh, <laughs> that the That game fucking joint. ruled. Yes, it did. <laughs> the I used to play, like, my friend had, like, his mom had one of those cars that had a little baby TV in it, so you could hook the N64 mm -hmm. up to it. Fuck, we played Pod Racer, like, every time we went in the car. We'd be like, yes, we would love to go somewhere. Please take us wherever. <laughs> just so we can play this Pod Racer game. It was Fast, funny because we only had... Sweet. He only had that one gaming console, and it was only in his mom's car. She didn't let him take it out of the car or like put it in the house or anything. What? The, it was literally only when the they car. were on the road they could play. You could, they could play the N sixty four. It was. It was uh, <laughs> you only get video game time when we're traveling. Can we go to yeah. the gas station, mom? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> oh, dude! Sitting in the cool. hot sun playing N sixty four. That's actually a smart move, man. Someone with yeah. kids. I'm like, wait. That's the thing. Like, get them to come with us quick. Like, yeah. Now they all got cell phones at age three. It's fine, dude. They don't need. Are you gonna get your kid a cell phone again. early? Me? Mm-hmm. Probably. He's already got the iPhone 11 or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mark is no, actually he like updating. He's on the plane and everything already. <laughs> He's got an iPad right now. My man's got games on it. Yeah, absolutely. Hell Apple yeah, Arcade, does. brother, 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 brother. Yeah. Yeah. What's he like to play? Big Show. Well, right. Well, no, no, he's uh, well on the iPad. It's all that Daniel Tiger shit that he likes right now. Daniel Tiger and like the Sesame Street type shit. But the console, he only wants to play wrestling, and he's obsessed with the Fiend, and he wants to say the Fiend. Pull up the f he goes, Daddy, pull up the Fiend, and like I didn't show it to him the first time. Like he just randomly came in the room when Raw was on, and then was obsessed with the Fiend, and I'm like, Fuck. I don't know if you should be seeing this, but yeah, then I just kept scary. pulling it up. And he's obsessed. He's like, can we see the fiend? I'm like, that's he's awesome. nightmares about that for years. Yeah. 
It's it was like 30. Was like, Dad, it's because you let me watch The Fiend. That's why my life is so screwed up. <laughs> Whatever. We all watched Nightmare on Elm Street and kidding, fucking dude. Jason when we were like five. I was scared out of my mind with Kane came on, dude. And that's like baby stuff now. Yeah, that shit. Kane's, Kane's dope. I fucking love Kane. So, right. uh... Yeah, we had uh, NXT this week too. Wrestling that, happened. Uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> Sorry, I want to talk about virtual pro fi- pro wrestling too a little more. That'd be good. Okay, uh, NXT like was, thirty uh... minute tangent there. <laughs> I mean, what'd you guys think of NXT? Hour one or hour two? Um, I hated that. First off, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah the... Did you did you guys try and switch over and like how bad the network was at that time? I oh, missed. So like, I didn't have the... a problem on mine, but. I read about the problem. Like, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, the in, the entire like, because I was using the web browser and I was trying to get to WWE Network, and the whole thing was just down. Like, I think I missed the entire first match because of it. I uh, I, mean, you, I knew that they were switching, so I was already logged in. <laughs> I already had it up. I was ready to go. Uh, I think it. Did you have to log in, or were you already logged in, Tony? It was like, it, like I was automatically logged in by default but then i went to it and i wasn't logged in and every time i tried to, to log people. in yeah. it would like kick you out uh, that happened okay. to a ton of people like for me I, I, you the... know, I had an apple tv i just switched right over i just went yeah, from yeah i should have done that but i was watching on the on the pc and then i tried to go to their their uh windows app or whatever they don't have like a microsoft app they don't have one anymore so it's like a really bad browser version of the app that used to be a thing so it's like don't use that ever yeah the uh the actual I mean, that, that was a apple failure hour two was a failure I don't know. I Hour two was okay. I mean, the oh it, no, I mean it was a failure because of that. Like a lot of people oh, didn't get yeah, a lot to of see it. Didn't, yeah, like, I'm sure they didn't expect um, to pull what like a 1.17 rating or something. That's pretty big. That was huge. Yeah, I was. That's bigger. That's bigger than some raws. Honestly, it, it's honestly it's it's hilarious that like people are like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's a good rate. My like TNA used to run that rate in like every week, and people were like, every week, yeah. every week, and they were <laughs> they used to run it every week. They're like, oh my god, one point one. Nobody's watching Impact. <laughs> wow, well, uh, this company's dying. It's gonna be dead in five minutes. Yeah, like that. But now, yeah, fuck yeah, NXT. Hell yeah, man. No developmental here. <laughs> Just fuck, man. Right. It's, it's weird how wrestling's no, changed. They, that's when they say it's great because they're developmental and they got that kind of rating. It, they use that developmental narrative when they need to. Whenever you know? they want, exactly. Out of convenience. It's great for developmental. Oh, this isn't developmental. What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, that's like pretty much how it is. Here and there I felt arguments. Like the, I felt like the flows of the hour one was different from the flow of the show from at hour two. I don't know if you Absolutely guys saw Absolutely it was. It was completely yeah. different. Like hour one was like boom, 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 boom. Then hour two, they're like, all right, we can breathe for a second. <laughs> yeah. That Pete Dunn Nobody's watching. Brutal. We're making everybody log in. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, Pete Dunn was a, was a champion at WWE for like 500 days or something. And like, he's not over at all. <laughs> like, uh, he, no. he, had the, uh, he had the match with... Uh, Artua Ruiz or something. I don't even remember his name really. Um, but he had that match. And I'm just watching him like Pete's like not over at all, man. Like you would think a champion in WWE, like he's, he's over in a sense that people know who he are and they'll pop for him, but he's like, mm-hmm. it's only in special, like big match moments, like matches like this. Yeah. They don't care about what Pete Dunn's doing, dude. And like this dude was champion for like 500 days. It's just <laughs> interesting to see like championship wise. Like people can try to convince me that NXT UK is this big, crazy, awesome thing, but it's just like, man, he did like, nothing happen here, man. Yeah, That's I insane. couldn't even see that match because that was when the network was trying to log in for thirty minutes. 
the crowd just sat on their hands the whole time. They're like, oh, we're off TV. We don't have to act like we like this anymore. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, damn, this right. is crazy. <laughs> um, but Roddy I, I, versus I Velveteen think, on TV uh, was good. That was yeah. my second favorite match. Yeah, that was good. Um, even though I can't, I can't do the commercial break shit. <laughs> like I was trying to watch him. It's like, ugh. Now I gotta sit here and watch like Popeyes commercials. I'm like, uh, yeah. I, I really did like, like you gotta that watch about Popeyes commercials, and you can't get their chicken sandwich, so it's just a big buzzkill for you, right? Yeah, exactly. Shit sucks. That really messes with the flow of NXT adding those commercials, and it's like, ah. I expected it, but not... I still don't like it. I think I'm like just over weekly wrestling in general. Like a lot of people went away from this show and they're like, this is the best wrestling that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like this was the oh, greatest yeah, yeah, two yeah, hour television tweets. show ever. <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, it was okay. <laughs> you know, like, I mean, the Fatal 4-Way like, was, was dope. I thought it started off NXT on a good note, the Fatal 4-Way. No, that was, yeah, that because they worked their fucking, they, they somehow fit a 20 minute match into 10 and, it, and like everything went right. Yes. It was really the good. The pacing like, was so good. I Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they did a fantastic mm. job on that. And I think and Candace fin- is the right person. Finally, Candace is exactly finally. Yeah, Candace is getting some love. I'm like, God. Yeah. I don't think she'll win, but I uh, no, neither, I, I think but... she was the good person to do it there. I will say, she's I the guess, only one um, who hasn't. Uh, she's I, the only I, one who hasn't faced Shayna. Yeah, that's well, Shayna's gonna be her too. <laughs> right, right. So, that's true. Dakota Kai's got to take it off of Shayna, dude. You think gotta, so? Got to go full circle with that. Didn't she injure her or some shit? Yeah, yeah she like broke her arm yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So she'll come back and break her arm. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, but I guess if you had no idea about NXT, like I was thinking about that as I was watching it, like they kind of just went into it. And they're like, Candice LeRae, new number one contender. Uh, Roddy Strong is the champion now. It's like if you did, if you had tuned in and you're like, what is NXT? That you don't fucking know now. Like you still don't yeah, know. They, that's what I was thinking when I was watching it too. I'm like, they really don't explain anything about this program to people that are just flipping channels. But they said no BS. <laughs> no BS True. and no explaining and no nothing. You just get straight wrestling. No That's BS, what y'all wanted, right? No context. NXT. <laughs> no context. Here, here's next Damian week. Priest. No context. <laughs> I honestly thought. Crazy. I know it would have been the BS thing, but I honestly thought we like during the uh, North American Championship. I thought they were going to be like tune into the network to find the conclusion of this match. Like, I did too. They were coming I down to the wire. Um, I actually thought that would have been fantastic if they would have done that. I the, I, yeah, I thought it was going to go like that, too. I like the camera work of uh, NXT better. Hour one, I thought it was better. Me, too. Me, too. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, once we get the actual two hours on the network, like, USA Network, if um, they can keep yeah. that pacing up. Because the, the, the first it, it hour probably pacing will be our favorite. It probably will be our favorite WWE show, guys. It probably will. I'm just saying. Oh, I, no, I'm not absolutely. trying to go with the flow here, but it probably no, will it, be. It will. It, it already is. <laughs> yeah it already is it's already my favorite product yeah. uh so like that works out it's just yeah. um i don't know if they're gonna be able to keep the same pacing they had uh throughout two hours like they did in the first hour because the second that first hour ended like it took until the main event like it was pretty pretty down i mean Lee had a match and then pete had a match and it was just like oof these are rough the crowd definitely didn't care and it was just like I wonder if they're yeah, going they to be able to keep that pacing across two hours of programming instead of one. It'd be interesting. Yeah, I, mean, I don't. I don't know. I, I think. I think that hour two. I think I, I'm going with what Tony said. I think hour two was 
was a little down because they knew they weren't on the USA network. I think they'll I be feel able like to keep they're the gonna up they're gonna the change network. the pacing when they hit two hours anyway, yeah. so it'll feel it'll flow better than like here's all this boom 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 boom. All right, we're off the air. Let's go to the network and we can just chill for a second. <laughs> they gotta do pie. They gotta do huge pyro and like that little. <laughs> oh, they could, they could do Albert hour two where they used to restart from Raw's War to Warzone. Oh Maybe yeah, that, that yeah. shit was awesome. Yeah, I never understood it, but it was awesome. Didn't they do didn't they do pyro again sometimes i yeah, swear they did they absolutely did it was fantastic it's just like it was a way for them to say we have two television shows that get really good ratings <laughs> fuck it it's just one long show. <laughs> yeah they were like we know you're clicking over from did. monday night football we're gonna start this shit all over and the street fight was i, I actually didn't mind it honestly like the uh, ending of, of the street fight was pretty cool. It reminded me of TNA. Do you remember when TNA used to do brawls like every other week? <laughs> like every other week, TNA. That was like the, I like TNA. Yeah. That was yeah, the Dudley Boys special. They would just brawl around the arena. That's all they did in their matches. It was and fantastic. there was no mustard spot, so it was good. Yeah, there was no mustard it. spot. Oh my God. I loved when Walter was just sitting outside playing cards and then like he's just sitting there with his luggage. He's like, you know what? I'm going to start beating the fuck out of you. <laughs> Yeah, that's that awesome. I like that a lot. Because he like, like what is Walter it? doing here? Yeah, Walter was just was sitting so... there, and he's like had his championship. He's like, what's going on? Ah, oh, fuck it. They, they just started beating him up. I was like, yeah, <laughs> they, they they ripped that shit off from APA. That was exactly what Bradshaw and Farouk would do. Yeah, they yeah, just, you're they right. Were playing cards during the brawls, and they just like get the fuck out of here and beat the shit out of you. That was awesome. It was I all just setting up that, for a honestly. big dive spot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah big I mean, it worked spot. out. I, they did end it with about ten minutes left. I mean, it was like ten. It was like what I don't even remember what time it was. It was like something fifty, uh, nine fifty maybe when uh, it went. Yeah, off it was nine fifty one, and then it was like there See was you 10 next time. At least, at least it wasn't like <laughs> we uh, gotta go. We're out of time. <laughs> we'll catch you on the USA Network next week. Yeah, what uh, they the, the best part about this is they had a big brawl. They ruined the ending of the show, and then they're like, "Yeah, you can fight for number one contendership next time." What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you just everybody should street fight more often. Turned out great. It would have it would have been interesting if they would have had that brawl end the, on the USA thing. If they would have formatted the show different, it could have been like a weird like. I think that was probably well. It, it was a bad. It was a weird situation for them because one, they want to make sure that people who tuned in for the very first time. Uh, understand that NXT is a wrestling brand. Um, no BS. Yeah, exactly. No BS. But also, I think that the I think that the street fight finish was perfect to end a television show on. So it's just like uh, if they didn't have the fucking suits on the USA Network, I think that the ending of this show on USA Network would have been bomb diggity. I think everyone re- would have really, really enjoyed it. Honestly, and they would have tuned yeah. in next week too. Yeah, I think that they should have a street fight every week. And they should bring back the hardcore title and only do street fights, and it would be the best shit ever. And then every street fight is broken up by glass shattering and Stone Cold coming down the ramp and the <laughs> huge <laughs> pop. <laughs> 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 and then every week we have a Stone Cold beer bash at the end of the and show. And now next time you can tune in after suits. No, <laughs> it's a for, it's a formula. It's a Fuck, formula. It works every time. Like goddamn, I, I want to see. It. That's what I want Stone Cold to come back. And just start throwing out stunners. I want them to have a street fight. I swear to God, if the glass shatters in a street fight, I that's will what I was thinking during I was watching Mormon. this. I'm like, if Stone Cold comes out and stuns everyone in the street fight, that's all I think about. Like, you're, you're, like you're not kidding. Like he, the dude is like 60, and every time he hits a stunner, I go crazy over it. Every single time. It yeah, <laughs> it's like one of the best moves ever. Yeah, I'm pretty really sure. Is. Like it, like finisher. And it's funny because like it's such a 
basic move and it's just like he throws the middle fingers up and he's ready to go i'm like hell yeah dude this is awesome yeah uh, on nxt we had also trevor lee with a hat <laughs> that gimmick sucks That's right. <laughs> he said i got a hat yes you do trevor uh, anyone in the fastest match ever sean maluda sean maluda was there dude i know you don't understand how it, sean maluda is a legend Cruiserweight classic, Sean Maluda. I remember Sean Maluda. I do you remember Ho-Ho Sean Maluda. That you was remember? your favorite. That was Hell the... yeah. Ho-Ho Luna and Sean Maluda are like, here's fucking Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Kendrick and Cody Ibushi and Sean Maluda and Ho-Ho Luna. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, fuck, dude, who are these guys? And then they just turn into cult favorites. It's incredible. Ho-Ho Luna literally quit WWE to go fucking fend for his family, man. That's awesome. As far as I'm concerned, Ho Ho an absolute fucking legend. That dude's forever one of my favorites. I, had, I held a tournament for him when he left. I call it the Ho Ho Loon Classic. Held it on the channel. Oh, fantastic time. I think Bane fantastic. won from Batman. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Happy Batman Day. Yeah, hell yeah. Bane kicked Was it ass. the Bane? Yeah, of course it the was. Bane. And he won with the backbreaker. The backbreaker. And then hey, he's on Fox. The hey, Bane. Dak, Dak Prescott really throws an exceptional <laughs> spiral. What do you think, The Bane? <laughs> well, I don't know, but we can throw it over to The Fiend. <laughs> the Saints jersey. I'm so excited for that. Oh, <laughs> I'm so man. Uh, Leo Rush came back. It looks like they're moving the Cruiserweight stuff over to NXT, at least for the yeah, time being. Um, well, I think they announced, they announced that they're going to do that, I thought. Right? The Triple H talked no, about it. It's still going to be a thing, right, on the network, but they... No, the I Triple thought H, it was... No, Triple H announced, he said that the Cruiserweight stuff is probably coming straight to the... Uh, but they haven't NXT. canceled 205 Live yet. Not yet. I assume they will. I can't imagine it. I mean, there's no point anymore. Yeah. NXT <laughs> I, is becoming like a hub for... Well, it's definitely not Live, yes. and then NXT UK <laughs> and showcase all like the... Yeah. Everything. It's a shame that we had so many people leave NXT that are so good because it's like fuck if they would have just waited a little bit longer we could still have more NXT and they still be kicking ass it's like oh I know we still got fucking Johnny Gargano man what else is he gonna do down here I swear to god if I see Johnny Gargano in any main event bro I'm out I'm fucking I can't do this shit anymore I'd give anything for like 12 more Velveteen versus Aleister Black matches (laughs) yeah right yeah for real yeah I agree they had a that that little that little run was fun just because like man they were fucking just the complete opposite of each other really they really were. Yeah. But they would beat the they beat the hell out I of mean, one another too. Fucking Andrade and Alistair had a bunch of fun stuff too. Oh my yeah, god. They did. Andrade yeah, they is did. a fucking man in NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's fuck. That's why I'm like, I'm kinda wishing Alistair stayed down in NXT. Same. Same. <laughs> yeah. It's like all of it's like all of our favorite guys that just don't get used on programming. It's like that we love and that yeah. we Yeah, let's do that. Now yeah, they call him up and he has the creeping when he comes yeah, up. Yeah, and Ricochet's got that bing, 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 bing. What the fuck is that? Get down! They got one of those like Halloween sound effect CDs from like yeah, Spirit the- Halloween or something. Pew, pew, pew. It works. Oh, Why Ricochet. Not? Yeah, Ricochet is uh, another guy that would... Um, God, NXT, if it was still like Alistair and Andrade and Ricochet and Dream and just like, fuck, dude. Could you imagine that roster going to, go, going to TV? Oof. 
it'd be the best program in the world. Yeah, no like you couldn't beat it'd be that the best shit, program man. in the world. If it was yeah. still the people that were there around the time of War Games, the first time they ran it through, yeah, no, yeah, 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 it yeah. would be nuts. It, it oh, would be, and you have the undisputed era. Yeah, this is yeah. And the Viking dope. Raiders were like it would have just dope. dude, it would have been. Uh, what could have been, man? What could have been? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you get called up to the big leagues. <laughs> big leagues, run it. Run it back. <laughs> Send them back. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're, yeah, WWE sends Alistair Black down for assignment. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, perfect, right? Yeah, I'll take that. Right. It's never yeah. going to happen. It's never. Gonna I wonder happen. if people are going to start getting paid more because NXT, you know, they pay them less. But now they're on TV, I assume their contract situation changes, right? No, well, they, I don't, they have I don't the same know. Contract. I don't think they. I don't think uh, USA and WWE like redid a contract to, for them to uh, air NXT. I bet you it's under the current agreement, right? There's no way they renegotiated that. Well, didn't you hear back in the day like NXT wrestlers got called up and it was up to them to ask for a different contract, otherwise they would stay on their NXT contract on the main roster. Give me more no money. Way. That's literally how it worked. Like people were still on their NXT contract wow. while they were on the main roster because they oh, didn't ask cold. for a new. Co- so yeah. it's like you can go up to the main roster, but we were not going to negotiate your contract. You, you're still under WWE. Sheesh. God, now all these guys are like dreading it. Like, yeah. please don't call me Fuck. up. Please don't call me up. I get the same money, and I just get. Oh man. This and sucks. plus, like that, you know, it's good life for you if you're on NXT. You get to live in Florida, just have a house. Yeah. You don't have to travel. You're just chilling it, chilling in Florida all year. Yeah, that's true. Show up to one place, like you're living the life there. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about Brock coming back for the Fox stuff? Yes, <laughs> the Beast is back. Yeah, there's no way Kofi's winning, right? The, the, there's no way. Hell no, no he's not winning. No. Brock's no, gonna no, be no. the SmackDown. He's coming in to be the champ. Brock's got the beard. Baby. Okay, this is serious business. He's got the beard. Hell no, he's not winning. Brock is absolutely gonna tear him with the fuck. He's gonna be talking about he's gonna beat the fiend. Yeah, we're just talking about how Randy Orton wasn't. And Randy I'm Orton? gonna go fucking crazy over it, and it's gonna be awesome because yeah. I don't give a fuck what any of you say. Brock is the goddamn man. What are you saying what that Randy say. Orton? Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. I mean Twitter. I'm not you guys. Uh, what you guys like we always fiend for the man, the Brock. We fiend for the man. <laughs> I was saying, weren't we saying that Randy Orton is our was the Fox pick? We were thinking that, but it's actually Brock Lesnar. Well, it made uh, sense for a minute. Yeah, you thought Randy sense. Orton would be. Yeah, but. that's that that that's totally a Vince thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, that was, that was totally a Vince thing. Um, but I guess you know he was like, well, I guess if we can't get Randy, Brock, and he's like, hell yeah, dude, I'll come back. If Kofi beats Brock, that would just be the dumbest thing ever. And it's no Fuck, offense against that'd be Kofi. Kofi would just be dumb. Like just straight mm. up trouble in paradise. That's it. Just be yeah. one one trouble in paradise within like five seconds of the match. Jesus. I could I can't imagine it happening, but I don't know. There's I'm pretty sure I would pop for it to be honest with you, just because it'd be so out of left field. Like I'd just be like, they're, what gonna, the they're fuck? gonna do it now. They're gonna do it now because no. good. I hope it's just they want that reaction with fans with their hands on their heads going. <gasps> they <laughs> love that, that stuff. WWE loves that stuff. Zooming yeah, in on do. fans with hands on their head. So every time you had a wrestling show, just put your hands on your head, no matter yeah. what. Like, You'll like, get on camera. Like your eyes like, yeah. <laughs> It can mean anything. Uh, uh, AOP came back, I'm glad Brock's back, and I like how he's going to be on SmackDown. I hope that he does more dates now that it's going to be on SmackDown. He's like, that's what he was was holding holding out for. He's going to get an NFL contract right after. It's perfect. It's going to happen. Yeah, with the Fiend on the Saints. (laughs) (laughs) Number 69, the Brock. 
<laughs> the Brock. I yeah, I love that his number was 69. What are, you, what are you talking about DC for? Talking about I WWE? He, I he'll join SmackDown one year. He will. It'll happen. Yeah, he's got to probably yeah. get back in shape. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. <laughs> probably a little bit, you know, now. Uh, AOP came back. They got a new gimmick where they're just guys that kick ass, I guess, in suits. They don't speak English. They said everybody was scared of them, and that's why they haven't wrestled. Aleister Black said the same thing. This seems to just be the gimmick where WWE forgets to use people, and then they're like, oh, yeah, uh, everyone's scared to face them. <laughs> Because right. Alistair Black's the same way. I don't even remember the last time I saw him have a match. Like five weeks ago, maybe? Before we went to Chicago. It was it's Cesaro was the last one he had, right? When Cesaro knocked on his door and then he had a match. Yeah. Sheesh, yeah. having a shit. Yeah. Send him right NXT. We went to a- NXT! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hope he goes, yeah, I forgot where I worked too, so he just went back to NXT. <laughs> no one on Raw wanted to face me, so I came back to where it's all started, where I got my name. That would be uh, incredible, by the way. Everyone God was damn. scared to wrestle me on Raw. <laughs> Dude, that would actually, I'm, okay, that's it. That's what's got to happen, right? That's absolutely what's got to happen. Alistair Black's going to come back and go, he's going to creak. Uh, <laughs> 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 Who is that? <laughs> My God. It's the fan. It's got to be Black. It's Bobby Lashley. Bobby, a son of a bitch. The fourth horsewoman. <laughs> Alistair Black. <laughs> 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 Who could it be? It's Big Show's dad. <laughs> it's back for the dead. <laughs> <laughs> the coffin <laughs> tilts up. Fuck, dude. No, no, I want that to happen. Oh, Alistair, I, I would love Alistair Black to like, he needs to, I, I wonder how far they're going to go with that gimmick where he's like, he almost, he almost radiates like dead man energy. I wonder how far Vince would yeah. take that. Because I, I feel like I feel like some, no one explained Alistair to Vince, so he was just like, whatever, just let him go out there and say he kicks ass or something. But like, if you explain to him like he's into a cult fucking you know, yes. shit, Vince would be like, well, goddamn, pal, why didn't you tell me? And he I would want him push to bring him back to the moon. Like, do the new brood or something. That'd be sh- fucking dope. The new ministry! Dude, yes. that would be so do crazy. It. Do uh, it. Oh, that would be fucking you nuts. You put the Gratitude Era in there. He brings out a Ouija board. Yeah, Just then kidding. we can get, I think Dan Severin's still around. We can get him to come back. We can do 666 on his head and it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about that Can't story? Shoot. You guys ever heard the Dan so. Severin story? No, oh I don't my know God, about that dude. One. Oh my God. All right, good. I'm glad I get to explain it to you guys because it's fucking one of my favorite wrestling stories ever. Okay, so you know Dan Severin was in WWE for a little bit. Um, he yes. just held like the NWA title. The, you, well, yeah, you know. and he came in with the UFC title. Yeah, too. he just came in with like yeah. four different titles. Jim Cornette's like, look at this yeah. fucking guy. Right. Um, right. So it's, the year is 1999, boys. <laughs> I'm setting the table for you. It's the 1999 oh, Royal Rumble and Dan Severin's made in his Royal Rumble debut. So they're backstage uh, during this Royal Rumble or whatever. The Undertaker's still, you know, doing his satanic shit i'm pretty sure at this point um and the road agents they want uh they want dan severin they go they walk up to dan severin they go dan here's what we're gonna do we're gonna have you draw 666 on your forehead and you're gonna be one of the undertaker's disciples and of course dan severin is the most no nonsense like straightforward (laughs) small town christian man i think in the history of pro wrestling so them going to dan and saying please draw 666 on your forehead of course he's not going to do that. Uh, he, he, you know, he's from a small town. Like if you draw six to six on your forehead, like that gets it, war gets around and shit. And of course, You're Dan Severin, <laughs> yeah, Dan Severin's not thinking about uh, making money or the UFC or anything. He said, 
Well, I can't go back to my small town if I draw six 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 on my forehead because that's just exactly. Dan Severin. My, my <laughs> Lord and Savior Jesus Christ one day. Yeah, he was like that. the least. Dan Severin is like the nicest fucking talking dude ever, and he's like the biggest ass kicker of all time. Uh, but they're like, draw six 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 on your forehead, and you'll be one of Undertaker's disciples. And he said, No, I don't think I will. And uh, the road agent, <laughs> the road agent said, Well, Dan. You know, uh, if you don't do that, then, uh, you know, we can make things really hard for you here. And Dan said, well, what does that mean exactly? And he said, well, Dan, that means we can make you lose. We can, we can make you lose on purpose. And uh, he said, you know what? You can ask me to lose a match because I could walk out into this Royal Rumble right now and I'll turn this fantasy into a reality. So there was a fucking dude. There was a fucking. There is a timeline somewhere in space where Dan Severin in the 1999 Royal Rumble goes out (laughs) and sits in the ring and shoots on 29 other wrestlers. (laughs) (laughs) He said he said that he would have gone out there and sat in the ring and then waited the timeout. And he would have kicked everyone's ass on the way out there if they made oh him do that shit. Oh my god! That's like one of the most badass things I've ever heard. You can ask me to lose a match. Oh my god, dude, that's crazy! He said nowhere in his contract does it say I have to lose. I was like, damn, dude, this is crazy. <laughs> oh sir, my sir, gosh, sir, 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 you can, you can, you, you can, you can ask me to lose that match. That's yeah, that's exactly how it goes with a mustache and everything. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man! Oh I love my Dan's god. Dad. That's like the He's best awesome. story of all time. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite the, wrestle stories. I think. I can't believe I never heard that. That's crazy. You can actually hear Dan Severin tell tell it, and he is a fucking good storyteller too. I think if you, look I gotta it up find on a YouTube, Dan Severin shoot video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look up Dan Severin like nineteen ninety nine Royal Rumble or something. I think he he kind of goes over it, and it's fucking so good. Oh my god. God, I remember Dan Severin in UFC against Tank Abbott. That shit was dope too. Dude, Dan Severin for like five or so years was just like the man. It's kind of nuts. Yeah, and they was. did nothing with him in the WWF. They just kind of like had him come up and do. Just well, that out. was that was after like the whole Ken Shamrock thing, and then Dan yeah. Severin. It was like, and, and then I think even Tank Abbott came, and it was like, it didn't yeah. even Mark Coleman. Like, yeah, a ton of UFC guys came over at that time. And don't forget, uh, pro wrestling legend Bob Sapp. That's that boy. True. Oh true. my God! You're right. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. You're right. <laughs> Super Pri- popular Pride in of- Japan. <laughs> yep, Pride FC, man. That's crazy, dude. Fuck, wrestling's so different. Wrestling is <laughs> yeah, so is. so different. Ugh. It is. Um. So, uh, speaking of, I guess, like '99 and like the Attitude Era, pretty much. Um, I had asked both of these men right here because that's something I wanted to talk about, just to make sure you know we had similar lists or anything. Um, I wanted to ask about the top ten theme songs from the Attitude Era. Now, I had a hard time figuring this out because I didn't know when. The, a lot of people think the Attitude Era ended at different times. Um, a lot of people think it either ended at WrestleMania 17. A lot of people think it ended the day the invasion happened, and a lot of people think it ended when Stone Cold Steve Austin left. Um, and that's, I mean, it's all around the same time period, 2001 to 2002. Um, so I just said 2001, and I hope that's okay. Yeah, WrestleMania that's what 17 to me is when it ended, when the Monday Night War ended was when. Okay, so um, obviously that's I think when I gonna, pretty much. Well, I think that for the most part, our lists are probably going to. There's not too many theme songs from the Attitude Era. Let's that go are, through the top 10. Go through your top 10. Yeah. So, um, well, first off, first? yeah, I mean, we can start off with me. Um, now, I didn't, I, I just have my top 10. I didn't um, put them in exact you order. Um, oh, you didn't? No. Coward. Go ahead. Sing it for us. Do it. Do it. Move it. Move it. Hands on. Hands down. Back up. Back up. <laughs> the 
damn it, what you gonna do now? Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? Every every Limp Biscuit song has what in it, and that's why they're the best band of all time. What? <laughs> all I pack time. a chainsaw. What? Motherfucking chainsaw. What? It's probably because when I think of the Attitude Era Undertaker, I think of the Ministry one, which is on Same. my list. So I Mine put the too. Ministry Undertaker Dark Side theme on my list. Was that number one for you? No, not number one. What's number one for you? Since we're going reverse, Stone Cold Steve Austin mm -hmm. Disturbed. Yeah, I can okay. take that. That's a good one. I actually really I, that's that's on my list. It wasn't number one, but that's on my list too. <laughs> Something about lemons. The brood is number one. Yep, for me. for me. The brood's number two on my list. So the brood. All right, um, two for br number two because for me is I, uh, my time by Triple H. Ah, uh, that's that on my list too. Almost made that's mine on my for list. number two. Yeah, on Mine's DX number two. Yeah, I get which one the original DX or the Run yeah the, DMC? the original the original. Okay, I think the, the original Run DMC DX is remix is it's better. up there. Uh, Run, I just, I mean. It was just during a time when I was, yeah, it's nostalgic for me, so. It's one of the, you think you can tell me what to do? Yes. And that resonated with me as a kid. I'm like, yeah, you can't tell me what to do, teacher. Exactly. And then they keep repeating the, repeating the clips over and over. to the master. Break it down. It's so, so good. So good. It was. Did my time make your, either your list? Yeah, yeah, my that's time three for me. My time oh, for simply yeah, the line. That's like one of the best theme songs ever. Period. Like for, not even simply like, for the line at song? the end. <laughs> who's sleeping with who at the end of the song? I, like we're talking about the attitude era, but like if we were talking outside attitude era, I don't know. Like I might put my time above rolling. Honestly, like if we're thinking all time ever, it's my time. Yeah, it's my that time. Song, yeah, that's all fucking time. Ass. My time is coming. That song Tell me who's sleeping with who. China used it too, and so did uh yep. Sammy for a little bit. Everybody great. used it. Awesome. I, I, half the time yeah, I was watching Raw, three I got for to me. hear it. Um, yes, I also had uh, Test up here. You guys, you guys oh, know Test? Oh, man, I completely test. forgot about it. But, but that one kind of falls in the line of like Test, Ken Shamrock, D'Lo Brown. All those are really good, but they didn't make my top ten. Fuck, ministry, was four, ministry was four for me. Yeah, I have ministry up here myself. Dark side or yeah, the Undertaker ministry. Yeah. Yes, not not the corporate ministry because I <laughs> no. I remember looking back, I was like, I remember corporate ministry being good, and then I listened to it again, I'm like that song sucks. Yeah, no, what, I, what was I thinking? That song actually sucks. That really sucks. The ministry start like '97. It was like right at the beginning of the Attitude Era. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I kind of like think of that as ushering in the Attitude Era a little bit yeah, too. Pretty much. Yeah. Because that's when shit got crazy. <laughs> Well, if you didn't if you didn't have test, then you had to put something else. So what else you put? I had no chance in hell. Really? What the fuck? Wow, that's yeah, crazy. I don't have you, that one on my list at all. Are you kidding? You didn't like that one? No, I like I it. Mean, but I like it. I like not, it, but it's yeah. just not. No. Like that's iconic to the attitude here. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, you're no, right. It you're right. Yeah, it's I'm just a, it's a taste it. thing. It's a taste thing. I just it's think like, test is better. <laughs> test, 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 test is RTC. Okay, I put RTC on there. Oh no. God. I got a, uh, I got Mick, I got Mick Foley. Uh, which one? Which one? Car crash. Oh, okay. I would, I would put. Cactus I didn't Jack have that there. I, I didn't, <laughs> but I almost did. I took it off. <laughs> but yeah, the the Cactus Jack is iconic to me. I think just because I remember, I remember it so like, so vividly when he came out to fight Triple H. <laughs> yeah, I just like yeah, classic. that was really cool. 
Um, I was I was so pumped for that too because I mean, well, you know, WCW. I was like, oh fuck, it's Cactus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had Kai and Ty on my list. Kai and Ty. Oh. That song kicks ass. Go listen to it after this, dude. That song rules. Is that the one? Rules. That song sucks. What are you talking about? Ding 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 ding. It was so bad. What are you talking bad? about? <laughs> what? That's all kicks ass. Oh, all right, let me go listen to it again. Kai and Ty. Yeah, I'm not gonna get roasted for this. I got oh, the original. I got the original. Like, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Rock at, at number oh, one, yeah, two, guy, three, four, five. Ding, ding, I got. Ding, ding, I got rockets. Rocket six there. Like the the old one. Like the uh, what is it? Like the. Like the ding 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 as yeah. like it's like dun, yeah. dun, dun, like that one that one was bro dope. I listened to Kainta and it's a loop it's like ten seconds and then well, it loops back it breaks ding, down ding, ding, dude it turns into like a rock track I love dude. I know and then after that it loops right back to the beginning yeah, it's like, like thirty seconds there, of there a were loop. some versions where they put an evil in the uh, in it so like that's good yeah. Yeah, I definitely yeah. have Kai and like that shit kicks ass and they fucking chop Valvinus's dick off so fuck you alright 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 <laughs> that shit rules I, I had the road which was dog. a feat it was a feat at that time that shit rules yeah. uh, choppy had, choppy yo pee pee hell yeah like that gimmick like I can't believe that was Taka Mijinoku's gimmick <laughs> well, that's fucking crazy to think about one of my favorite that, quotes that, ever that, that like he's like, he was like at that time like like so popular coming out of Japan, and that's what we remember about him. And then that. he had, the, then they had John Bobbitt on it too on Raw, like oh, to seal right. the deal. They oh, uh, right. Mick so Foley, famous up. quote by Mick Foley: "If hard work and good wrestling made you a champion, Takamichi Noki would have been one." Which is true, crazy to think about. True, um, true. I can't remember where he said that. It was like his book or something. That was a. That's same, everything else, same, with, same with Tajiri, although Tajiri was dope. Tajiri was one of the biggest names that like you wouldn't think about, but he was huge. Everyone he like got it's crazy to think about because like Muda was always the miss guy, but like yep. Tajiri, I think Tajiri, yeah. if you ask more people that grew up with WWF, that Tajiri was probably the miss guy. I still think of Tajiri <laughs> well, when he missed. I mean, it. for me, for me, like because I'm 82, like I remember Muda like well very well sting and muda like went back and forth for a while in the mid 80s when i first started getting into wrestling oh here's the quote by the way because i don't want to paraphrase it uh mick foley if the wwf was about talent taka michinoku would have been wwf champion is the quote there you go that's from the new york times bestseller that is (laughs) um yeah, I had Undertaker up. I just noticed on this list, I had Undertaker three fucking times. What the fuck is going on? Here? What the? Oh my yeah. god! Um, but you're not, but you're not a Taker guy at all. Yeah, I know Taker sucks, but he's on your list three times. Jeez. Uh, because the biker stuff was lit. So I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I got a, uh, I got New Age Outlaws on mine. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I had New Age Outlaws on there too. Yeah, I have New Age. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? And I also had Mister yeah, Ass, man, man. just Mister Ass. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah. Go. Did you have uh? Did you have ass man on yours? What on mine? Yeah. 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 I did. I just because it's mine. iconic. That's a that's a miss on my part. I, I love to pluck. Yeah, but he I just talked about ass cheeks. I don't know what he. I don't even know what he said. Him. I love to plunk him. I love to stick. The, a lot of those theme songs him. I could not <laughs> pronounce. I, I didn't know what those lyrics were. Like Vincent, man. Neither did I at no all. No chance in hell. Princey politicians buy a soul suppress song. Like, I had no idea what he was saying, but <laughs> I just sing along. Gosh, dug on. <laughs> no, pong down, ding, ding, ding. 
<laughs> that was like that. Excited for Mr. S. I love to plunk them. I love to plink them. I love to stick them. And I'm like, what is he even saying? But I love this song. <laughs> Up it. Up it. Against the machine too strong. Princey politicians fire so surprising. <laughs> That's what I used to say as a kid, but I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> that shit's awesome. Because you're not wrong. I did the same thing. Oh, shit. I thought I was you the only person that did that shit. I thought I was the only person who did that shit. Pretty Paul, this is my so so song. Dude, I'd have, the, I'd have the fucking action figures. I'd have that shit on CD and I'd still be fucking it up. <laughs> Everybody did that. Every, like, w, what was it? WF Volume Three or Four? Was it WF the Music Volume Four? Yeah, yeah. On cassette tape. Did anyone have it on cassette tape? Oh man! At least you, at least you tried with the words, because I was like, "Filthy, filthy politicians, No, it was like, "Up it's principal, principal politician." So, so What the fuck? Oh, no. we all we did, did that back. we guaranteed oh, everybody that's listening did that back in the day oh wow yes Vince. I have Kane on mine Kane's on mine I, I did not just, have Kane oh no if it was slow chemical sure but anything before that for Kane no I don't think so yeah um, I, was, I was a big fan uh, I I guess in place of Kane for you I had Dan Severin so <laughs> Did you really? Um, yeah, dude. His song. If you haven't heard Dan Severin's song, you gotta listen to no, it. No, no, I've like heard. A, I've heard it. It's just like that's yeah. a deep cut. So yeah, like, yeah, that <laughs> it's a deep ass. cut. WWE <laughs> deep cuts, yeah. dude. That'd be a, that's a sick Spotify playlist. WWE deep cuts. Oh yeah, that song does Kai kick ass. I totally forgot about it. I probably would put that on my list now, but I forgot about Dan Severin's theme. Well, this is just the attitude era. Like, eventually, we'll probably maybe next time we can talk about all time because I think all time lists would probably change quite a bit. Um, on this yeah, i also sure. had and to be fair uh, I, I also <laughs> i also didn't know we were actually like ranking them when i thought top 10 i thought just like we we're just naming yeah the, i didn't think about it honestly and then austin's number 10 for me which austin shattered yeah, glass shattered glass yeah this starts better but i like shattered glass i had yeah. uh too cool you look fly today i don't know how you guys didn't put that on there that was iconic. Yeah, that is that a was a good fan. song. I like that a lot because Rikishi would shake Man, his ass. Dude, the last when that hit speaking and the lights of, went down. Speaking of, like speaking of not knowing the words, I'd be like, when I found them. <laughs> <laughs> when that song hit though, and the lights Prince went down Prince. and they danced. That was oh, it was so good. It was so good. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, I had Dully Boys, the original Dully Boys. Um, not not the, the what uh, you could have, the what you would have been. The, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the one, the one where um, the the Power Man Five Thousand one is good. I like it. Um, and I, I actually don't like the the WWE one they came back with in like two years ago. Yeah, um, I hate that one. But the original Dolly Boys one because it like fit them perfectly. Like when Bubba was doing the gimmick where he was like getting possessed from like power bombing yes. people to the table. Like, yeah, that was fantastic. he had like a fucking orgasm every time he did it. And I did you see? Uh, did you see on uh, on on Bubba's podcast? Did you see him talking about how Taker told him like he tried to do the eye roll thing? Oh, I did see that, that, dude. Dude, that shit was awesome. I'm like, fuck yes. Like, I love that Taker was, was the, the guy. Everything thing ran when he was through. all. Exactly. He was doing the eye roll thing when he was possessed doing power bombs through everybody's table. And then one day he just gets a phone call and uh, uh, Michael Hayes just gives him the phone and he's like, hello? He's like, and Taker's just like, looks like someone else is doing the high roll gimmick. <laughs> he's like, so, sorry, sorry, I won't do it again. 
Yeah, it was it was take taker was doing the eye roll gimmick and uh bubba ray was doing an orgasm face and undertaker's like mm, that's a little too close pal <laughs> exactly that's a little too close pal <laughs> i want uh, that dead man talking undertaker locker room stories podcast please oh. yeah the, the wrestler's court shit would be hilarious but taker would then probably take him to wrestler's court again so sorry God, that shit was i can't believe biker taker was your favorite all that ministry shit was the best shit are ever. About, like, are we still, about Undertakers? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could, uh, still, they could or, do that today. No, no, I just mean in general. Like, uh, you you're like telling me that Taker coming Undertaker. on the bike wouldn't blow the ceiling off any building they're ever in? Oh, my. No, the Ministry Taker oh, would be the greatest off, shit. Yeah. Are you kidding me? It would. It would. Oh, my God. Are you God. kidding me? Fuck yeah. We have had dude. enough emo cowboy hat fucking MMA glove bullshit. No, ministry one where he's going to kill you and embalm you, dude. Taker's, that was like, 60 years, Taker's like 60 years old. He can't oh, pull no, that off. I don't mean like actually doing that. I mean oh, like oh, okay. if he See, were I thought you were age, being literal. Like, I thought you were being literal. No, I was no. like, fuck. No, like well, yeah, today well, if he did the rolling thing would be cool, but like... Dude, it would it would oh, fucking yeah. kick ass. Are you kidding Matter me? Matter of fact, they should have saved that for today instead of doing it then. I know. He doesn't need to walk down the ring anymore. He just needs to get on that bike and ride it out. I've right, been saying, I've been saying he come out with the motorcycle for the past like five years. Like when, when he faced, I think it was like CM Punk. I'm like, all right, time to come out on the bike. And like every year at WrestleMania, same review every time. So he didn't come out on the bike You got to understand. You got to understand. Like for people who grew up with Undertaker when he debuted... Seeing him come out on the bike was like culture shock, crazy yeah, shit. It was, it like was it was insane. like, wait a second, what? Like this is weird. Whereas like you're like a five year old kid going, oh my god, I love motorcycles right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you and I actually Eric hate <laughs> motorcycles, but uh, I do love the Undertaker going out on one. It was more fun because Taker just like was cooler. I mean, he was just like, I'll make you famous and I'll kick your ass. And he and, could drag. Uh, he could. He could drag Hogan around on his bike, remember? Yeah, fuck oh, yeah. In the, in the cardboard boxes. <laughs> I mean, just, that was the time where he like he got all doughy too, like just stopped, stopped working out. It was just like, well, dude, I'm, any, I'm anybody, Go if ahead. you took anything from the Attitude Era and brought it to today, it would probably be over just because we don't have any, like there's no fleshed out actual characters. Yeah. So like you could take the Ministry, you could take Big Evil, you could take fucking Rolling Undertaker. You could literally take anybody and it'd be like, fuck, this is awesome. Because like they put, they put more than five minutes of thought into what's happening here. Like it's just that's why you guys should be watching Impact because they're doing some good shit right now. Yeah, that is true. I mean, they got Marfuji. That's about what I'm looking forward I to. I mean, literally all during all of our run where we loved Impact, that is what they did. They were just like, we're just gonna replicate the attitude era type <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, I actually saw a few it, clips from last night where um Havoc hung Sue Young off a cliff. Um Tommy Dreamer. Right. Like, how yeah, is that yeah. shit not like, like <laughs> Brian, Brian Cage was eating food, and Tommy Dreamer's like, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's about right. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of, I saw a lot of clips from last night. It looked good. Uh, but we talked about Impact before um, on the last one, where uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do going into Access TV. Because if they keep yeah. that shit up with more people watching, then I don't know, maybe there's a good chance well, people that just, shit turn around. People just have to watch, and we gotta use like our platforms like this to tell people to fucking watch, because it's yeah, gonna go be good. go watch Havoc, Hang, Sue Young, and Killer, and then she yes. leaves her Twitter account. <laughs> there's a lot I of I think they've killed multiple happen. people in Impact, haven't they? Fuck yeah, they've like that's multiple. the only way to get rid of people on wrestling, is fucking kill them. Like, like when Rob yeah. Van Dam was covered in blood and that spiky board killed him? Janice? Yeah, <laughs> yes! 
Yeah, that was awesome. That is the only way to get rid of them. Don't just have them write them off TV. Kill them! Yeah, Don't bitch. do a nice send-off like they did for LAX. Have their final match. No, kill they them. Done kill them. Yes. They should have done the main event mafia shit. They're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they get the thumbs down. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> exactly. None of, none of this, like, respect the business type bullshit. Yeah, okay, take them out. Them. Just kill people. <clears throat> That's that good shit. Oh, my God. Um, but I mean, overall, it was a pretty, I mean, it was not a bad week of wrestling. I mean, we had, um, Eric Rowan and Luke Harper coming back from Clash of Champions, even though I didn't like the sit down shit they did with Eric Rowan, which is always not stupid. a fan. Don't do he's that just trying type of to, stuff. They're, they're trying to think of a way to say that he's not a lackey. He's like the main dude, but like this wasn't it's just the way like to predetermined do it, templates almost. It's like they have Premiere Pro and they're like just inserting. We're here with WWE.com. But this is age old wrestling shit. Like he just isn't. Don't put him on the mic and force it out of him. Yeah. Don't do it. It's, like it's, it doesn't make any sense. It's ridiculous. They did um, end it's two not, wrestling shows. It's not like shows. he's suddenly going to be a personality. <laughs> they did end two wrestling shows where they destroyed. Like it was like chaos at the end where they did on SmackDown. Yeah. The Fiend. And then they did it Fiend, on uh, X- yeah. Kane shit. Well, they did it on all. Didn't they do it on all shows? What, what, what did the, SmackDown end with? Didn't it end with kinda, like I was, the yeah, Bludgeon Brothers destroying yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, they Raw, did they ended week. with. I was kind of disappointed with the uh, Fiend taking down Kane because I'm like, that just buries Kane forever. And then they played the Fiend thing at the end for like ever. Yeah, the, yeah, they did play that for a long the time. Firefly like the Firefly Funhouse thing? Yeah, yeah, they yeah I was like, what the? They the should have done it on NXT when there. they had 10 minutes. Yeah, it was a good. It was a surprisingly good week of wrestling, and I wouldn't have said that on Sunday, yeah. after Clash, because we knew what we had ahead of us was like thirty different shows, and we haven't even talked about Bola. Yeah, that's true. Why well, I don't, you know, they're not doing it today because they couldn't book the venue for today, so they have to. They'll oh. finish it up tomorrow. Oh, that's. <laughs> they oh, did on Thursday, that's, Friday, that's and Sunday. <laughs> Oh, what? That's, a, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah, Bola, that's Bola unfortunate. Bola was this year. That's a big yikes for me. Yeah. Um, yeah Venue it, looked dope though. Uh, Friday, yeah. Thursday yeah. No, they uh, they have like a very old school theater event or theater venue yeah. now. Looks like um, the ballroom. One of the things that I wish WWE would do, honestly, um, thinking about it now, is like it's still like too like something that they need to work on is not making it feel so pr- produced. Honestly. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and not even the sense of they overproduce camera angles and shit like that, but like the way that things are set up, there's not enough unpredictability in WB. Like the fact, the fact that like the fiend can't show up in NXT just because he's on raw is stupid as fuck. Like these are all WB shows. And like the fact yeah. that the fact that like, lim- it's just stupid. He's limited to that raw t-shirt, man. Yeah, no, I mean, he picked Monday nights. So you stayed on Monday nights. I understand, like I understand it and shit. It's just when you have That's NXT, the wild NXT UK, two hundred five live. Well, it, it, like you don't. I understand. I don't the, understand it. You think Fox isn't going to be like, yo, we need to get that fiend, dude? Aikman's going to be like, we need to get the fiend. Yeah, we need what, the that's fiend why on our roster. Ratings are low. We need to get the fiend there. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Is they're going to promo SmackDown and Aikman's going to be like, hey, so I, you know, I saw the fiend the other day. Well, they Joe did Bucks it. Gonna be like wrong show, wrong show, Troy. <laughs> no, they did it. They did it back in the day when there was a draft. Even they would fucking invade. Like, oh my god, they're invading, and they would have people come over and and you know cause a ruckus or whatever. But there's yeah, no reason if they do that every once in a while. That's cool. I love that. Yeah, I, I mean, there's no shit. reason for them to like like fuck. They should be trying to steal each other's championships. Like someone should come invade and be like, I'm fucking facing the champion. I'm trying to take this belt back to my brand. And like, there should be more unpredictability in the sense of that's. 
That's what that stupid wild card rule was supposed to be. Uh, but and don't call no, it. A, no, that's what I mean off, about like what James is saying of like to yeah. produce. Like, don't call I, it a wild. I know, card but rule. that's it's what like WWE does. They have to brand everything that they do. Yeah. They have to put a brand on it. Like, we can market this somehow and make a wild card rule T-shirt. Like, but like the wild card on. rule yeah. was just like them getting people and they weren't like invading they were just kind of like oh he's over here this week because the wild card it, it, yeah i would like rather that happen or like there's no reason that roddy couldn't show up on raw or smash it's like it's just like everything is so like produced it's like why can't Obvious. roddy just show up why can't vote what what what, it, what calling people up and it's so the idea is so stupid why you all own the same fucking shows? Like, why can't Walter just like show up on SmackDown and be like, you know, like he did on NXT where he just showed up? Like, yeah, they like need run, to do run that. a couple, run a couple NXT UK matches on SmackDown, whatever. Like, he's the he's your champion. He's in your company. That you got like four different shows. Like, there's no reason that these dudes shouldn't be able to go from you know. Yeah, Raw someone to NXT should just come out on SmackDown and call out Walter or something. Yeah, why not? That's why I, I want Ono to come out and be like wear his T-shirt and be like, <laughs> do a whole gimmick where everybody has cool T-shirts and he doesn't. <laughs> be just uh, like just figure something out where elbowing fools left and right it's you can kind of predict what's going to happen because everything is in a bubble like every like raw is in a bubble smackdown's yeah. in a bubble nxt's in a bubble and like you they don't fucking ever tell you it's like a venn diagram if they were all separated it's just like if they just instead push them all together and just had it just makes it a little more unpredictable and and while and like i've told people before i don't think predictable wrestling is bad wrestling in any sense because um well-told stories are well-told stories regardless of if something crazy happens mm -hmm. but um formatting your television shows with that sense of unpredictability is what makes them entertaining to watch over a you know couple week period couple month period and and wb doesn't have that at all like there's no unpredictability it's like who's on raw it's who's on raw who's on smackdown it's who's on smackdown they're not they're not going to be able to do anything like aop can only come back if they do this uh sit down interview where Eric yeah, Rowan yeah, attacks yeah. people and goes into a Michael Cole sit down it's like this sucks like what the fuck is going <laughs> on here that's facts yeah that's all I could think about when I see that shit I'm like why isn't the fiend like fucking with Roderick Strong or something like why is the fiend not in NXT like give me that hat Trevor <laughs> <laughs> lights go off he's got the hat coming <laughs> yeah. why are these people not interacting with each other I mean Just even like show on Twitter, up and we'll claw people yeah like even on Twitter they don't interact like NXT people talk to NXT people raw people talk to raw people Smackdown. yeah that is true that is they, they need to they need to use the fun house to like hint like easter egg tells of where he's going to be next but like not make it obvious and then then give them that gives them permission to literally go everywhere no, because then we'll get more, like every episode of every show is going to be the Fiend. <laughs> the fiend. We want less of the Fiend. He's going to be everywhere now. Um, I bet I, I bet you Sammy's going to be on NXT by January. Watch. That's fine. Good. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, the, he needs to. He yeah. needs to. Yeah, I agree. Um, he's one of my favorites, to be honest. But that's one of the things, like, I think that the, these shows are missing. Like, they're not necessarily, like, this week was not a bad week of wrestling TV. Um, no, but it just, no, it wasn't, it's still missing that like attitude era was, was crazy. Like fucking, you just never knew what was going to happen. And it wasn't a case of like, I obviously they crashed TV a lot of that shit, but like there was also some like legitimately unpredictable things that would happen that were still within the realm of, you know, telling a good story. And that was, yeah, it was entertaining. One of the, one of the, uh, one of the biggest things they stopped doing that I used to love as a kid was like, they would they would like take note of where they're at and like show like a sp outside the arena. They're like, 
Uh, we're tonight we're in New York City and they'd show like a uh, sold out sign on the outside and it would uh, every time go. and I'm like fuck that like I was looking back on that I'm like damn this was dope like this is awesome like every time they come back from commercial it'd be like sold out fucking you remember, crazy crowd you remember in New the York. first you remember the first universe mode where like in but the loading screen was like the like driving down a road and then yeah. would just zoom in yeah. to the to the sold out sign <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That stuff is that's like peak. And then every time shit. Vince's limo pulled up, it was like, "Oh, he's here!" Like, yeah, the theat. That's what I'm saying. Out. It's like wrestling is yeah, missing that unpredictability in the theatrics that make it so fun. Um, the WWE. It's funny that WWE doesn't want to be known as like the uh, work rate, uh, you know, stuff show like that. But like, literally, all they're doing is signing work rate dudes and then not giving them gimmicks. Agreed. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, yeah, and I'm glad exactly. we can all. I'm glad we can all like agree that like we want some of that theatric shit because it is what's missed it's why we all fell in love with wwe in the first place and like i'm not saying i'm not going to love aew i'm going to love aew but i watch that for a different reason than i watch wwe which makes yeah. me like both of them or want to like both of them yeah well nowadays it's different you know back back you know in 2010 or so it was different like it was an end-all be-all situation it was either you watch mm -hmm. wb or you watch tna new japan was not even on the map as and when it comes to like western expansion no indies were up nothing was happening you could watch roh on like a fucking vhs or something <laughs> it's just yeah. like um, tape trading yeah hd net so it, it really was like not even an option like even like mid-2000s to early 2010s like you if you wanted to work right you'd had to wish that wwe would you know, sign someone and let them have work rate matches, you know, and, and right. really go out there and do it. And now it's like, fuck, when I tune in WB, like, I don't even give a shit. Like, I'd rather like, I'd rather them have, you know, boss man dragging big show shit around. Cause like, <laughs> I, I know for a fact, they're not going to give me the shit I want when it comes to, to, to like actual, like thought out story told matches in that sense. Um, all WB does. And it's something I've realized here recently too, is all WB does is um they get all their heat after their matches and shit like it's before and after their matches i mean the only sad part is is that wb continually signs all these dudes that are <laughs> you know that could potentially put on match of the years at any point and then they don't let them do it which kind of sucks it's just kind of i feel like it's kind of that thing where it's like well we don't want these guys to have them so we need to get them and it's no, it like, absolutely it, is it's, it's like a greedy it's thing it's annoying. real bad it's collecting the collecting wrestlers in the toy box that's what's that's what's up that's what's yeah. happening. It's, 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 it kind of sucks. And it's funny because, you know, it comes down to like uh, like the Kofi and Randy match. Like when people have been conditioned by WB that, that these guys are telling some immaculate story in the ring. It's like they're, no, not, my they're God. not at all no, telling any not. sort of story here. Um, this is just a uh, WB formulaic match. And like they've conditioned people to think that that's wrestling storytelling. I'm like, man, goddamn! if y'all saw anything uh, of like in-ring storytelling that's like actually done by like uh, someone like Shibata or, or Tanahashi even. It's just like y'all would fucking lose your mind. All right. Well, I have to uh, get ready to go to work. <laughs> I actually, have to, be, get on them I actually have to be to work in about 15 minutes. And uh, oh, oh. Uh, it takes me about 30 Hell minutes yeah. to get to work. So that's that's awesome. Uh, Good luck. Uh, let's just hope uh, things go okay. All for the uh, love. All for the love of professional wrestling, fellas. Thank you guys so love much for, for tuning in to uh, Deadlock episode number five. I hope that you got something good out of this one. Um Maybe we'll uh, redo the theme song thing, and we'll we'll figure out a different way to do it. Uh, maybe we'll do all time next time. I think that's yeah. A don't way start to do it. with yeah. number one, James. Yeah. That's not how you do a list. Well, see, I didn't know we were doing a fucking countdown. No one told me. I thought we were just doing our favorite songs. <laughs> well, Damn when you say top ten, I think that alludes to a countdown. 
Top yeah, 10. Whatever. Number one rolling. What? The, <laughs> that's not how you do a list. Well, I would probably put number one my time. I don't know. I didn't think about it. Like I said, I don't know. Anyways, uh, thank you guys for for watching. Of course, if you want to support the show, uh, checking out YouTube, leaving a five-star review uh, on Apple is a great way to do it. Check out Patreon. Check out our shop. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash DeadlockPW. Shop.DeadlockPW.com. Uh, a bunch of cool stuff there. Uh, thank you to Marcus and Tony once again for hanging out today. You guys know what it is. Woo. And uh, we will be back next week to talk more wrestling. We'll have NXT returning. Of course, Raw and SmackDown. And uh, maybe more to come with this Brock Lesnar thing. And we'll see if uh, NXT can keep the ball rolling here going into next week. Uh, so, rolling, anyways. Rolling, 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 yeah, rolling. Yeah. Rolling, 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 rolling. Get the fuck rolling, 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 rolling. Puppets. <laughs> Puppets. Bitch, <laughs> politicians by sauce suppressor. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we'll catch you next time on the next episode of the Deadlock Podcast.